This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site, they are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com, Saturday edition. You can bring up anything, and we mean it. So if it's your first time listening to the show and you don't believe us, you can call in and give it a shot. 800-259-9231. Going to start things out here tonight uh, with an apology. Mark, I, I owe you one for my behavior the past couple days on the show. I uh, got an email from Clifford in regards to it, and we've been uh, debating uh, the you know, sort of the eternal debate here on Free Talk Live as, uh, as to what a libertarian is over the past few over the last week i think it's been it's come up a few times and i remember that there was a, a show a while back where i told you that we should come to an agreement where uh you can be a libertarian if i'll be a voluntarist or a free marketeer oh, or something like that oh yeah we like did that. say that once and we never i don't think it really i don't think anything ever came out of it i don't well, know we did i mean i stopped calling you an anarchist instead of you uh, did i did Pretty much. I, I could swear I've heard you call me an anarchist. Not you, then. an anarchist. I say there are terms. Sometimes I'll say things like there are terms for people who believe yeah. in no government. We call those people anarchists. And, and I'll often throw, throw in voluntarist or free musketeers or whatever it is that you want. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd appreciate not being uh, lumped in with, with anarchists. Uh, what but about free musketeers? You like those? Not, no, no. Free, it seems just as silly. I, I like voluntarist. Uh, but, no, but, no, no, no. I didn't lump you in. I said yeah. there, we have words for those people. See, that's not yeah, you. Yeah, but you said voluntarist you, and anarchist, right? Yes, but I said for those people. You can choose to, gr- to, to join that group if you wish, but I am uh, identifying those group in what, the third person. Is that right? Well, I don't think it's fair to lump voluntarists in with anarchists. I don't think that's fair because it, uh, it paints with a black brush. That wasn't the and, agreement, though. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is uh, that I, I, just, uh, I just, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, you don't owe me an apology. Go on. Well... Well, damn it, I'm trying to apologize, you I, bastard. We, we make a sh- radio show of arguing with each other. It but doesn't... I'm just telling you, I don't want to argue over it. I'm sure we'll find plenty to argue about, okay? Yep. I'm just telling you that I don't want to argue about the definition of libertarian anymore. As far as I'm well, concerned, I don't know why I keep holding on to it. It must be some kind of weird psychological adherence to uh, an identification with the term, since I, I identified with it so much in the past, it's still... Holding on to me. I've been, I've been analyzing this, okay, and I've been thinking about it, so I need to get it out there. All right. And can you at least pay attention to what I'm saying to you instead of shuffling your damn paperwork <laughs> here? I'm trying to pour, pour out my heart to you here on national radio, and you're shuffling your papers. I, I you know, I, I got to say, I don't, <laughs> I, I'm just, color me unconcerned about what you're worried about. Well, I'm telling you that our listeners are a little concerned. Cliff says that, uh, not that I don't love to hear a good debate, but I hope you guys will mind your tones when debating it's starting to sound more like an ftl civil war you have much bigger and better fights to pick than that in my opinion i love the show and hope you guys will continue doing the great work you've been doing for quite a few years so so some people are a little concerned and i was a little concerned with the the tone of the show and so i just wanted to uh, to say that uh you can have it, man. Libertarian. It's it's all you. Smaller government, right? If you believe several... in smaller government, this is what you said last night. If you believe in smaller government, then the term libertarian can apply to you, right? I, that, it's the best I can do with it. And uh, I, to all the people who sent emails regarding the uh, the fight we had on air, was it Wednesday night? Um, don't worry about it. I only it. got one email. I got three. Oh, okay. That's because that's 
three times as many people agree with me as agree with you on a regular basis. Well, I also basis. hide my email from the website. <laughs> so, yeah. So, libertarian is all you, man. I, I really don't want anything to do with it. And if I keep calling, if I ever call myself a libertarian, you have my permission to call me on it. Okay? Let me know that uh, you'd said, Ian, you'd said you were not going to call yourself that anymore. Because I don't want to call myself that anymore. Because if, if all uh, it is is small government, then somebody that believes in just a little bit smaller government would qualify as a libertarian, right? I, I guess. I mean, They'd be I, libertarian in that belief, right? Because well, if they want less if you, government. If you listen to the, the speech that Dennis Miller gave when he uh, came on as a, a talk radio host, he said that, that he's, you know, a libertarian. Yeah, pretty so much you can throw in with the camp of Dennis Miller I, and Glenn Beck and the rest of them. That's one of the reasons I don't use that term to, to describe <laughs> myself. as, and I, and I really can't come up with a term that I like that, that sort of describes everything that I am. I kind of like anti-war Republican, but... Uh, you know, it's it's not great. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Let's yep. go uh, and go jump into your phone calls about whatever is on your mind, and then we'll talk about hate speech because now there's there, a, there's something we can talk about. There has been a very disturbing news piece on uh, CBS, and I'll get to that here in moments. But speaking of hate speech, we'll open it up with uh, one of the kings of hate speech. It's Scott in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live, Scott. Uh, good evening, uh, Mark and Ian. How are you? Good, sir. I uh, was uh, doing better until you called, Scott. Go ahead. Uh, you, you talking about hate speech? Uh, I'm considered hate speech. I admire you're you like a dark cloud with no silver lining to me. That's. But I, I, re- I respect you, and I mean this for accepting my call and listening to me. I'd like to discuss the Holocaust shooting, if I may. I don't condone what James von Brunn did. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. So but even though you hate people that are different from you, you wouldn't go out and, and shoot any of them? No, I would not. You would hire your government guys to do it for you, right, no, Scott? No. No? I, but I understand, I understand, Mark and Ian, what, what the sentiment is, and I think your viewers, your audience needs to understand that this guy just can't be written off as a, as a whack job, as a nut job. Let me tell you something. Oh, he sounds pretty nutty to me. Well, if I could explain. He went and shot somebody. Yes, he did. We, we, have, we, we have a Zionist-occupied government. What that means I don't is, even know what that means, let Scott. Let me explain to you. We, we, a Zionist-occupied government means that the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee and other powerful Jewish and Zionist groups like the Anti-Defamation League, Zionists of America, World Jewish Committee, American Jewish Boy Scouts Congress, of America. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have hijacked our foreign policy in respect but to Israel. They didn't hijack anything of mine. I don't have any foreign policy. My foreign policy is uh, mind your own business. Well, we, we give $10 billion a year to Israel. I don't do that. And, well, the government... Don't, the please don't include me in your we. Money, their mind for you, Mark. No, no, I don't pay those guys. That's, uh, that's Ian over there. Yeah, I don't Ian, pay those Ian, guys. Sorry. We give $10 billion a year to Israel, and this is why we were attacked on 9-11. And this well, is why... Well, I don't we, know about we, all that. Ian, I, I don't disagree with anything you I, said I up know to this point. I'm trying to... I, Scott, I want to hear you tie this in to the, the Van Brunn shooting. I will. I'm going to. I'm, I'm trying to get to that. You should do it so the right away. So the sentiment is this. This is in a nutshell, and I'm not going to double talk. Okay. He basically believes in a nutshell that the Jews control our government, our Zionist-occupied government. And when, what that means is you're listening Now, here, Scott, this is the Zionist-occupied government. I will agree with you that there are some lobbying groups out there that have somehow uh, you know, managed to uh, – America seems to like Israel more than it likes other countries. And I will – I will agree with you on that far, but there really aren't that many Jews elected in um, the government, so I don't think we have a Zionist-occupied government. I think perhaps uh, you know, the, Christ- the, the people that be- call themselves Christians believe that Israel's special and they want to protect it for that reason. Well, let's, let's, let's be honest here. You, 
the Jews make a small portion of our, of our country, there's 6 million out of 300 million people, but the power, the political, economic, and social power that they wield as a group is tremendous. And it extends, and this is why... Van this is your problem, uh, Scott. Just, and no, just our foreign policy as it relates to Israel is not necessarily, that does not correlate to the power that Jews uh, you know, hold in our government. And it's just not true. The fact is, if you, t- if you, if you walk around Christian ter- church to Christian church yeah. here in America, and you ask preachers what they think about our foreign policy as it relates to Israel, they will say that we should hold um, Israel higher um, in regard than they will other countries. And so what we really have is a Christian-occupied government um, and not Zionist. Plus, you're a collectivist, Scott. As uh, Gardner Goldsmith attempted to explain to you last week, you think in terms of groups, and it's just nonsense to say that the Jews hold more power than other people. That's like saying that white people hold more power than other people in this country. There are plenty of white people that have no no inkling of power at all, and there are plenty of Jewish people that are not interested in wielding power either. So would you please stop putting people in groups? Can't you possibly judge people based on their individual actions? and their individual beliefs. The Isn't truth. that possible for you, Scott? Yes, but I'm speaking the truth. It doesn't just end with foreign policy. No, you're speaking Wall Street, filth. Wall Street is controlled by, 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 by Jewish bankers. So don't the invest there if that's your problem, Scott. Why don't you just sit there and complain about it? I don't, even, I don't care if what you say is true. It doesn't the affect Jews my life one iota. Thank you for the call. One track mind, all he thinks about. Can you, you imagine that? You it, get up in the morning, and that's what you think about. And you can't solve the problem because obviously you can't get rid of all the juice. So there's always somebody to blame for Scott. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Completely that's disempowered. Sakel CAI toll free line. Your show. You bring up anything. Free talk line. Alakees.com is a community for self learners. At Alakees, you'll find tools to help you connect with people learning the same things you're learning tutor other community members, and to make contacts that can help you find jobs. You can also earn money by sharing your know-how with others and contributing quality content. Visit alekees at a-l-e-k-e-s-e dot com. Again, that's a-l-e-k-e-s-e dot com. This is Free Talk Live, Saturday edition. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. Again, that's 1-800-259-9231. The number is brought to you by SACL CAI. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. It's been two weeks since we've been on the air on the weekend, haven't we, Mark? We weren't here last week. Is that so? Yeah. Okay. We were out at the uh, the Talkers Convention. And yeah, I got to see... a good old time. I got to see Rush Limbaugh give another one of his speeches. I love seeing Rush Limbaugh speak. As long as he's not talking about politics and liberals and conservatives... Yeah. He, he's he's really dynamic speaker, and he gets that part about the the whole being at conventions yeah. thing. Is he doesn't spew out his viewpoint. He mm-hmm. actually talks about the industry and the business, which is nice because he's got some perspective. Uh, so we were there, and now we're back, and we're glad to be here with you. And if you've got a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, you need SACL CAI. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want your uh, do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner right at the top of freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. Let's continue with your phone calls and talk to Johnny listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Johnny. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Johnny. Hello? You are on the air. Okay. Uh, I, I wanted to say 
something about war to you guys, but I would really like to throw out there real quick, in case your last caller is listening, he can look up uh, uh, Jews Against Zionism, and there's many Jews that oppose Zionism and many Christians that support it. I mean, Joe Biden is an admitted Zionist. I mean, all, all it's out there. If he wants to look it up, you know. Define but, Zionism uh, for those that are listening that might not know what the I term is. I still don't know what it is. I've heard it defined five times. Basically thinking that Israel well, should. Z- Zionism really has to do with putting Israel's, the, the, the nation of Israel's interest above all others. Mm. And, and many Christians do do such a thing. I mean, you. I mean, I know that. I mean, I used to be one of them and thought, oh, we can never turn our back on Israel. If Israel wants to bomb somebody, we got to be right there behind them. I mm. used to feel that way myself, but I don't anymore. Um, yeah, I don't I, think Jesus I, would be in favor of bombing. I just don't. Just no, doesn't strike no, me as that, that kind of guy. Yeah, that's true, but yeah. but yeah. Uh, but you're taught this in church, but I mean, a lot of churches. I don't want to be make a general statement there. Anyway, um, what I wanted to say about war was. Uh, it seems to me that in the past, this country, this wonderful country we live in, um, we weren't meant to, when the forefathers founded it, we weren't meant to go around the, the world on the globe and say, hey, you you and you, you can't build weapons. Mm. Because, you know, like we do to North Korea and Iran and all the places yeah. that we're trying to police. I mean, how would we feel if another nation came to us and said, we can't allow you to build any more weapons or opened up a... A military base. Down I'm the with road you, man. Us, you know, absolutely. You're right. I mean, there, there's certainly. I mean, you can look at qu- quotes from founding fathers like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, and they they made it very clear that uh, we were to steer uh, the U.S. government was to steer away from getting involved in even alliances with other countries, That's entangling alliances. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think the the best example of it, entangling alliances was probably World War One, where you know the shooting of yeah. Archduke Ferdinand uh, triggered who, you know, the, like, national international right, right. The whole world went to conflict. war. So, uh, well, so why, you're absolutely why you right. Guys, why do you guys suppose that when you try to talk to people about this, like I've tried to here in life and they just don't seem to get it that if two countries go to war against each other, that Americans should not die for either country. They, people just don't seem to get You're it. You're a bad American. No. I hate you. Well, now, wait a minute. Because now. here's the reason. Because patriotism is religion. And you can't talk to people about religion because there's no proof. You cannot provide proof of anything. These people will stick their fingers in their ears, and they won't listen to anything you say. But it's not like they want Americans to die. They want uh, some other Americans. They themselves don't want to step up and go and die. So uh, so it's those uh, young boys, those fresh-faced teens. They uh, volunteered. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything about it. I, their, their mothers don't love them. They volunteered for the military. <laughs> See, it's, it's tough, it's man. It's the stupidest mindset ever. Nationalism is so ingrained in this culture in America, it's, it's very it, difficult to counteract. It, it's, it's as if it's a sports team, and we've got to send out our sports team to go beat the other yeah, sports teams. they die. It, and it's kind of like, do you remember when Michael Jordan, and it was uh, the dream team in basketball? And yeah, with like Magic Johnson yeah. or whatever? And they were playing against everybody else in basketball and just stomping them. That's what the American military is like, going around the world, force, enforcing whatever it is. They Except call it democracy, death. but it's really hegemony. Um, we tell you how you're going to run your government, and if you don't like it, well, we'll just depose your leader, or we'll call them illegitimate, or whatever, and we'll get rid of them right and just like we're looking into iran's elections right now see i, I see that stuff is really none of our business and i'm yeah. going to tell you i did i did do um uh three years in the military after i got out of high school and if i myself was 
was to defend America. To me, defending America is if someone invaded America and I had to take up arms to defend my country and my people, that's one thing. But I don't see dying for other people in another country. I don't see that as dying for America. I'd say you are spot on, sir, and I thank you for the call tonight. Okay, thank you. Thank you. It's not even like, um, you know, know, there's certainly there's other people in other countries that want our American military there. But there's other people in those same countries that want us out. And it doesn't matter to me whether more or less, more powerful, um, you know, it doesn't matter to me which one of those people. If there are people in that country that want us out, we don't really have any legitimate uh, role there. And secondly, why should the American people uh, have to pay tax money to you know, enforce peace in other countries. Because some politician benefits from it somehow. We were told that we were going for weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, but now we're there and we have to keep the peace and and we have to depose this terrible dictator and blah, 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 blah. That terrible dictator was not going to do anything to uh, United States citizens. Uh, It's just an excuse for waging war, which means that uh, bombs will be dropped, which means bombs need to be built and guns and ammo and military uh, industrial complex. Yeah, all of that is profiting the buddies of these politicians and both the Republicans tell, and the Democrats. You can't tell the Demo- you can't tell the warmongering hawks this at all because you know it's been said by well, it's been, it was said by Eisenhower who was a Republican. It was said by Smedley Butler who was a two-time yeah. what Medal of Honor winner. They don't want to hear it. They, they don't want to hear it. Look, the guys, <laughs> the real guys that came up through this military system are telling you that war is a racket by rich people enforced on poor people. If war was all about the right, the right guys winning and the bad guys losing, then the politicians would go out and fight the war. But they're not. Well, you know, I think the military uh, supporters, the warmongers, the ones that insist on sending, taking your money and sending it to kill people around the world, I think they should be free to send their sons to, uh, to go and die in their name, just not in mine. So if you want, if there's some sort of conflict going on in the world uh, run by some evil despotic dictator, and you can convince your 18-year-old son to go off and die for you because, you know, you're too old. You can't go and do something like that. Uh, so make sure you convince Sonny Boy to go and do it. Then that's your business. You can pay for the plane ticket. You can pay for the gun. You can pay for the, the ammo. You can pay for the canteen. As crazy you send as, him over. As crazy as that sounds... Um, I can give you two examples. The Armenian conflict uh, after World War One um, was completely funded in just America uh, to in the Armenians won. The Irish Republican Army was completely, almost completely funded out of Boston, mm. and you know certainly in, in Ireland also. And they may not have won their conflict, but they did uh, manage to you know make they, they made a political statement large enough that uh, they were able to get semi freedom for themselves. Yeah, I don't want a dog uh, or horse in any of those races. I don't want to participate in warfare. I'm not interested in it, and I uh, I don't appreciate being forced to. I should have said it. Independence, not freedom. So that's one of the one of the myriad of reasons why I will not participate. I will not participate in any sort of draft, and I will not participate in voluntarily sending my money. As uh, I will send as little of it as I possibly can to the federal government. More on the way. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. It's the Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Are you an active free stater living in New Hampshire? Are you and your family moving to New Hampshire in the near future? A new web series about the Free State Project is currently casting. Interested? Send us a short video about yourself. Tell us what you're doing or planning on doing to achieve liberty in your lifetime. Show us what makes you interesting. Upload your video to YouTube and send the link to fspwebseries at gmail.com. Don't have a video camera? Ask about other submission options. fspwebseries at gmail.com. The 
is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's the Saturday edition. And tonight it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We continue taking your phone calls about whatever you want. Oh, and uh, by the way, I want to let you know we are auctioning off our fourth banner on the site. You can win it for an entire month. Just go to auction.freetalklive.com. You can advertise virtually anything. Uh, So head over to auction.freetalklive.com and place your bid. Fourth banner is up for you at auction.freetalklive.com. Nick is in Massachusetts. We continue with your calls. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hi. Um, I uh, before I even like get to the main thing. Um, so you guys like you are always playing like Megadeth and like heavy metal sort of stuff before you even get on. I figured it was because I don't know one of you liked it, but I guess that's not the case. No, I like I like metal just fine. It's kind of what I grew up on. These days, I don't really listen to it that much. Oh, all right. I just figured like one of you was either like a heavy like a big Megadeth fan or something. That's uh, mostly what you guys play. Yeah, there's a lot of Megadeth, there's a lot of uh, Grip Incorporated, uh, Testament. Um, there's a list of our music beds on the Free Talk Live BBS at bbs.freetalklive.com. It's really just kind of uh, something I do because when I was uh, growing up, if you will, in this business, I was a rock and roll disc jockey for a little while, and it's all the songs I could never play. You know, <laughs> basically the, the stuff that I would have loved to have played on the radio, and if I ever did, the the program director would have picked up the, the hotline telephone and uh, would have flashed right into the studio and would not have been very pleased about that. I I think I played a Megadeth song one time on an overnight, and he was listening or something like that, so I got (laughs) busted. Uh, Wow. So, yeah, so I get to play the stuff that, for 30 seconds, I get to play what I want. I like light rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, we, if smooth, Mark were in charge, favorites. we'd be listening to Sade. Yeah, I, I do love. I never even heard she, of them. N- she is no ordinary lover. You would have heard Sade. I'm sure you've Sade. heard Sade. Is it Sade? No, that's her. I've heard it pronounced. What's What's one of her big ones? What's besides ordinary? Um, uh, uh, smooth smooth operator. operator. Yeah, that's another one. So, and yeah, I'm fine with the smooth it. rock too. You know, I've since I've uh, been a teenager, I have much uh, expanded my musical <laughs> musical palette. Anyway, anything else on your mind tonight, Nick, or did you just want to um, talk about our yeah, music? Yeah, I notes? wanted to. Um, yesterday, I was going to discuss sort of you guys discussing how uh, the definition of libertarian. Oh, please. Um, but I Go never ahead. got to because. Huh? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I never got into it because uh, I by the time I called, it was like 9:45 around that time. Well, now you're um, here, so do it. Yeah, um, I wanted to sort of comment, I guess, now basically about labels in general, because um, I know you, uh, Ian, label yourself as voluntarist. I do too. Yes, sir. Um, I also sort of see myself sort of antisocial. I don't generally uh, take the liking to most people by now. but um, it's just Well, that's sort of not opinion. a very healthy attitude, but I can, yeah, I can understand not. where you're coming from. Do you work with the public for a living? No, I don't do anything for a living, okay. actually. Oh, I how nice. I go to high school. Oh, I see. Okay. That explains <laughs> so the uh, narrow good, musical uh, taste. You know, social environment. Right. Uh, especially if you have different views than everybody in our, you know, but that sort of thing. But um, I think sort of the whole thing about labels is sort of useless. You know, you can sort of base them around a core belief, which, you know, you were talking about. Ian was, I, I think personally, Ian was right when he said that libertarianism, you know, before, you know, he sort of digressed and apologized and all that, was, was, Right, that libertarianism at its core is about non-aggression and not aggressing against people and respect. I think you're. People. I still think you're right that at its core, originally it was, but it's too late now. But when does this original Glenn Beck come owns about? it. When did this original come about? What I don't want to get into this with you, Mark. That, that, Glenn Beck owns Libertarian now. I'm, they I'm had a nice special on him like, last you know, night. Or no, it was yeah, Friday I'm not night. Trying to get you guys into, into yeah. that again. I just wanted to say my own uh, personal thing. I mean, like uh, I, 
I still tell people I'm an anarchist. I don't really mind it. I know there's a bad con- uh, well, connection. Well, you're in high school, so you know that yeah. makes sense. You can wear the t-shirt. Yeah. And <laughs> Thanks I for the call, Nick. That, well, I appreciate it. Good luck out there, dude. 800-259-9231. I'm sure if I dig through my old clothes, I can come up with an anarchy t-shirt from somewhere. <laughs> Let's talk to Jamie in Kentucky. You are on Free Talk Live. Jamie told yes, you so. I got some big news. What's happening? Big news? Wrestling news. What's going on? Wrestling news. Yeah. Okay. Y'all want to hear about yeah, it? Well, yeah. Who is it? What's, what's happening? Well, uh, uh, not this uh, not this Monday, but the next Monday, uh, uh, they're going to have a commercial-free Raw. A commercial-free brawl? Raw. On Raw, Monday Ra- Night Raw. Raw. Okay, Raw. okay. No commercials at all. That's awesome. Is it going to have like a big sponsorship, or is it just WWE is just so rich they're just flaunting? Well, uh, they're just trying it out one thing. Ric Flair is going to be the new GM. The new general manager of uh, WWE? Yeah, Vicky Guerrero has left. This is important stuff. What about Kane? What's he doing these days? Uh, I don't know where he is. He's... How about Val Venus? Uh, oh, yeah, they're having a uh, contractual problem with uh, Rey Mysterio. I don't even know who these people are. No, I have no idea. <laughs> you don't watch wrestling? Wait, so what Doc, was the big Dr. news? Dr. Demento. Was the, Dr. Demento is an old disc jockey. <laughs> Just kidding. So yeah. what, was the big, what was the big news? Was it that they're going to do a commercial-free show? Well, uh, this week they're going to have a three-hour show. Then the, the next three week hour they're going to have a uh, commercial-free show. Yeah. I tell you, that's excitement. I, you know, I I am not a huge fan of rest of the wrestling, but if I'm ever somewhere and they've got wrestling on, I have to say I am just enrapt by it. I find well, it uh, absolutely entertaining. It's show well, business. Yeah. Well, one thing why I, why I'm uh, telling this on air is because I know there's wrestling fans out there. Oh, they believe there. it. It's a huge and, uh, uh, sport. And also, uh, TNA is interested in Umaga has been released by WWE. TNA Wrestling? What? TNA Wrestling is interested in What's the TNA in stand for? They're doing and something Mr. different. Kennedy. They're doing something different now than when I was watching wrestling. <laughs> TNA? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jamie. So, uh, so thank you for the update tonight. Anything else on your mind? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, 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 get it out. Hey, have you got kids? What else? Are those your kids? Yeah, you want to talk to her? No, no, not really. <laughs> Just hello. asking. Who How many this? you got there? She ain't gonna say. Bye. He's putting them on the phone. All right. What? Hello? Bye. Free talk live. We'll take any anyone's call. <laughs> He's gone, I think. Thanks yeah. for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Now, for, for people that are brand new, they just don't understand. I mean, that's Jamie told you so. You just have to, just have to roll with him. Yeah. I mean, we've got a history with Jamie. He goes back. And you know they say that makes shows look small time, Mark, but I disagree with that. I think that uh, I think that you know what they say about this business, they say about the talk radio business that the colors are the songs. And the fact is, some people like hearing that same old song over and over again. But it's not like it's it's uh, Skinner's Freebird one more time. It's Jamie told you so talking about wrestling this week, whereas he might have been talking about working at the Dollar General uh, a few months ago or how he lost his job. There's all kinds of new stories coming out of him. Well, I I do think that uh, repeat callers make a show look small, but uh, it, you know, in reality, Free Talk Live is not uh, the Glenn Beck show or Rush Limbaugh or whatever. So. Having a cast of characters is fine, and and Jamie doesn't mind talking about his, uh, you know, his his odd odd life where he works at the Dollar General. Lives I at still don't know if he's real. Oh, he's real. You think he's real? Oh yes. There were a few calls he made where I I think we uh, we had questioned it. 
at I, one time. I, I did wonder about his veracity at times. You know, how could anybody possibly be this much of a redneck? But oh, they're out there. Yeah, he's he's it's real. <laughs> yeah. All right, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We will continue with your calls and talk to Russ in Florida, listening to WFLA. Hello, Russ. Russ, you're Good in evening, Florida. Gentlemen. Hey, you're on the air. You calling from Plant City? <laughs> uh, no, sir. Reskin. Cut it out, Mark. Be nice. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> What's on your mind, sir? I, I had a question. You, you said that we shouldn't participate in any wars at all. No, you what, can participate what, in as many of, as you want. I'm just not interested. Okay. What do you think as a country our role should have been in World War II? If I think we were our, to have a role, even. Well, I think our, our, um, as, uh, the role of us in World War II should have been not to have been involved in World War I, so therefore mm. there wouldn't have been a World War II. Wait, isn't that what Wilson promised? Was that he wasn't going to get the country into war? That was, that was, huh. uh, well, that, that's what Roosevelt said, too. Yeah. So. Hmm. Uh, the war to end all wars. But uh, anyway, uh, so, but given the facts we had, you had World War One. it was supposed to be the war to end all wars, but yeah. then there's different powers coming along. You, you, you don't think we should have become involved on the side of England with Germany? No. And Absolutely you, not. You, it's you not know, the, the business Japanese, of the United States. Uh, well, Japanese. we could have done things that would have not provoked the Japanese into attacking. Yeah, that would have been nice. I would would have preferred that we had not done a lot of things um, in the the, the Pacific theater. And we were, uh, you know, vying for superiority against Japan in the Pacific, you know, anyway. We, um, you know, had Philippines and and Hawaii, which we had taken over as protectorates. And, you know, that was an appropriate role. But I I can, the Pacific theater of World War II was probably the most legitimate thing we've had going as far as a war in the last two centuries. But you'd have to exclude the essentially saber-rattling the United States did that provoked uh, the Pacific theater. More on the way. We'll come back with you, Russ. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. The Saturday edition of the program, the toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features we give to you. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link and Free Talk Live We'll get a percentage of your purchase. Whatever it is you need to buy, brand new, used, you can get free Super Saver shipping on a whole lot of items, and we get a cut if you enter through Amazon.freetalklive.com. Do you enjoy adventure, especially if it's dangerous? Now, as much as you did when you were a child, the Paladin Book of Dangerously Fun Stuff for Boys Who Never Grew Up contains more than 70 articles from Paladin authors such as on such topics as How to Disable a Tank, Construct homemade rockets, make traps. You never and know when you might need to know that stuff. It, it, right? it, it happened in Saving Private Ryan, and many other dangerously fun topics. To browse more than 800 books and videos on firearms, combat shooting, martial arts, and more, visit paladin-pod. Pod, excuse me, paladin-podcast.com or paladin-press.com. All right, so let's continue with your calls. Russ is still on the line listening to WFLA. You had asked a question about uh, World War II. Should the United States government have gotten involved? Mark, I think, rightfully pointed out that the U.S. government shouldn't have even bo- uh, been involved in World War I. In fact, if the U.S. government hadn't have been involved in World War I, odds are very good World War II would likely have never occurred. Not on a worldwide scale. Plus, beyond all of uh, those uh, practical ramifications, there's also the whole point that the uh, the founding fathers had modeled 
uh, the their uh, their brethren, if you will, or their posterity, I guess, uh, to stay out of uh, entangling alliances because they understood that it could lead to mass uh, death in the form of warfare. So if uh, all that said, I think that Russ, if you felt, if you were, let's say, around at that time and uh, you know, adult, and you felt like you wanted to go and fight over in Europe, I think you should absolutely have been free to do that, to get together with other people of like mind and to go and try to kill people if that's what floats your boat. There were American volunteer groups that did that, but my my point, my question here is, is okay, we didn't uh, embargo Japan and push them into a corner, so they didn't feel the need to attack us. And um, where where do you think we would have ended up if if we stayed out? Germany would have attacked England. Japan would have continued in China. Uh, Germany would have went into Russia. Do you think we could have coexisted with? Adolf Hitler and the Japanese uh, military. Well, I, um, I, we're, now we're getting really into the arena of, of speculation, but currently um, somebody does control China, and it's a bunch of commies. So I can't imagine that Imperial Japan would have been much worse than... We're um, trading with those commies, by the way, and right. it's working out fine. <laughs> right, and you know, so uh, you know, what's, what's the problem there? Um, uh, well, trading is the best way to keep peace, is I, to have I, goods I flowing over borders, and I think this is a paraphrase of something some founding father said, is that uh, goods should flow bore over borders, not troops. And I, th- I think that there's been plenty of historians throughout the years that have uh, basically proven that Russia was going to kick Germany's butt, uh, whether we were there or not. Um, you know, the D-Day invasion is, is, an, is an amazing bit of history, and it's amazing that we pulled it off. But England was still an island, and it was going to be darn hard to get across that English Channel, let alone Hitler crossing the Atlantic Ocean and coming over here, like so many believe. So, Russ, any other thoughts? Well, just... For me, I, I find it amazing that, you know, I, I don't think Russia would have survived without the Lend-Lease program, and, and Obama could take care of our national debt if he collected our debts from those wars. But um, I, I just, <laughs> I, I really would really wonder what we would do if if Jan- Japan took over part of the world and Germany took over the other part, and we were just sitting here by ourselves. Not Probably. that I disagree with your thought, and, and I certainly don't think we should have been in Vietnam. And, uh, uh, you know, Korea, uh, do you come to the aid of a fellow member of the United Nations? You know, I don't know about that either. No, you don't get involved in uh, alliances. No. That's what the United Nations would count as. So, no, we shouldn't be, uh, the U.S. government shouldn't be involved in that either. Thanks, Russ, for the really? call tonight. Uh, so, again, if you want to get involved in uh, right. in all that worldwide stuff, but by all means, have fun with it. We uh, might but have had... I'm not interested. And by the way, let's point out, We've, we're not yeah, talking about isolation. Two, we did get on the, uh, yeah, we're, I mean, go ahead with the isolation. I, I, yeah, I just want to make that clear. Uh, the Founding Fathers, while they uh, pointed out that we should not be getting involved in uh, entangling alliances or the U.S. government shouldn't be getting involved in that. They were all in favor of trade, so that is not isolationism. Isolationism is where you shut down the borders and there's no products leaving and there's no products coming in, and you you try to do it with do without the rest of the world. And that I'm not in favor of. And and, and to to say that somehow the world would be you know a horrifying place if uh, you know Hitler had won um, in Europe, and I'm not for that. Believe me, I'm not for that. But Let's let's not forget that we were on the side of World War II of a, a dictator who, uh, you know, it wasn't the citizens of his country because it was you know, the USSR encompassed many, many countries. Mm-hmm. But the citizens of the countries that he controlled, he slaughtered millions and millions of them. OK, so there. So one dictator that slaughtered millions and millions of his people beat another dictator. We helped one. We, we uh, were against the other. What? Crazy. I mean, like the world's going to be that much worse if Japan is in charge of China and 
Hitler's in charge of Europe? What? I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, certainly the world would have been different, but the world was crappy anyway, and it was one can make the arguments that it was a result of us getting involved in World War I from the beginning. Let's go to Frank, who is also listening to WFLA in Florida. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live. Excuse me, WFTL, actually, on the East Coast. Yeah. Yes, hi, Ian. Hi, Mark. Hey, I got an answer to that gentleman's last question. The Please. Russians were already defeating Nazi Germany long before we entered the war. Yeah. In 1943, Stalingrad was the psychological turning point of the war, but the uh, Germans were not uh, defeated militarily until the Battle of Kursk uh, that following summer in July, the greatest tank battle in history. And from that point on, Germany had never again res- uh, resumed the strategic offensive. And also in February 1943, the month that uh, the German uh, six armies surrendered at Stalingrad, where Hitler lost 300,000 of his best troops, uh, two large armies. The uh, Russian uh, uh, produced more T-34 battle tanks than German Panthers, so they were not only winning the economic war, but long before we uh, invaded Normandy, they were out producing them in fighter planes, in tanks, and small arms. So they uh, definitely could have defeated uh, Hitler without our help. Yep. One Does that mean communism it... is more effective than fascism? Well, <laughs> they're kissing cousins. Um, one might be able to make the argument that, in fact, we got into World War II to prevent Stalin from taking over uh, Europe, not to prevent Hitler. Mm. I mean, one could make that argument. Yeah. I, I don't know that it holds water historically from when we decided to get involved, but I think that at some point we said, oh, boy, Hitler's going to lose, and we better keep Stalin from getting Europe. Frank, thanks for the, the Thank history. You, Any other thoughts? Uh, yes, I wanted to comment that there was a book published in 1976 called A Man Called Intrepid. This was uh, William Stevenson, a Canadian who made millions during World War One through the military-industrial complex. Intrepid uh, created false documents in a false map, the map that Roosevelt used in his speech in October 27, 1941. It purported to show Hitler's plans for a secret invasion of South America. Intrepid also created a false document which was put into Hitler's hands as supposedly stolen from the American government. It was received by Hitler on December 3, 1941, and it purported to show FDR's secret plans to make a surprise attack on Germany, and historians believe that this document played the major role in Hitler's decision to declare war on America on December 11th. Interesting. I thank you for that uh, insight, and uh, thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Let's go across the pond to Ziggy in the U.K. You're on Free Talk Live. Ziggy. Hi, guys. I'm Ryan. I know you haven't got a lot of time. First of all, that quote, um, uh, if trade does not cross borders, armies will. It's Frederick Bastat. Ah, boss, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hate speech. Um, there was a follow-up to uh, what I said the other night. The day after that, uh, I rang you. Nick Griffin, the lead, uh, leader of the BNP, tried to hold a press event outside the Houses of Parliament. A bunch of an, uh, anti-fascist protesters turned up. Now, I agree that they should turn up. You know, they have every right to heckle him. But what they did next is completely out of order. They started to throw eggs and fists and completely disrupted the whole event. They threw eggs and what? Fists. Fists. Oh, okay. They threw their fists in the air? Uh, no, no they threw their fists at his bodyguard. Oh, I see. So they, they punched the, the bodyguards. Gotcha. Um, basically, you know, they're anti-fascists using tactics which I would expect for fascists. Fascists, fascist sure. Use. 
Yep, and that's um, what we're seeing happen here uh, in the United States as uh, there was a CBS article, and if we get a chance, we'll share some of it. It's pretty short, where basically uh, one columnist is calling for rounding up all of the people engaging in so-called hate speech. I mean, it's crazy. No, yeah, it, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you think that you have the right to express an opinion publicly, then you need to tolerate those views of an opposite nature. Absolutely. Um, but, but briefly, he... Uh, this gave every excuse for the BMP to claim that they're the victims. And, of course, in the public eye, they are going to be, you know, seen as victims. Yep. Yeah, you've got to be completely peaceful in your activism. Thank you, Ziggy. I agree. You've got to be totally peaceful in your activism. Otherwise, you're the bad guy. 1-800-259-9231. And besides, you can't get to a peaceful, voluntary society through initiation of force. You can't get to uh, volunteerism and peace through war. What is it that Gandhi said? Peace is the way? There is no way to peace. Peace is the way? 800-259-9231. Hour 2 coming up. Free Talk Live, Saturday edition. SwissAmerica.com reports Friday gold prices fell over 1.5% as a stronger dollar weighed on commodities and as stocks were flattened by bond worries. Gold last traded down $15.60 to 938.90. Silver fell 57 cents to 14.81. Some experts say the gold rush is now over with an economic recovery underway. Perhaps, but so far the commodity super cycle has swept prices up more than threefold. That's just the kickoff phase according to 75 experts surveyed at Swiss America. Friend, this is Pat Boone for Swiss America. Let Swiss America help you get gold for safety, peace of mind, and growth without spending a dime. It's time to get inspired. Take the first step today. Ask for their free golden retirement kit at $30 value. Thanks, Pat. Call toll-free 800-630-1496. That's 800-630-1496. 800-630-1496 today. Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program, Saturday edition. You dial in, bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight is Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And before we continue taking your phone calls about absolutely anything I do want to take a moment to welcome our brand newest affiliates. We've uh, gotten, first of all, our first affiliate in Illinois, Paris, Illinois. Welcome to WPRS, 1440 AM. And then also welcome to the hugely successful and popular WFLA-FM in Tallahassee. So I, I don't know how many of the Tampa Bay WFLA listeners know this, but there is actually another WFLA uh, yeah, and, out and there. When it comes to uh, giving call letters, there can be a WFLA AM, FM, and TV, because right. there's a Channel 8 uh, WFLA in Tampa. That's true. It used to all be owned by the same guy, and that's how they did it. So we can't probably get on the TV station, but as far as WFLAs on the radio, we've got them both now. So welcome to our Tallahass- uh, Tallahassee listeners. And actually, we're back on now in Tallahassee, because we used to be on the other FM talk station, which is now Kaputz, and uh, we have tr- made the transfer to the that's most popular the most popular station in, uh, in town, uh, as far as news talk is concerned. It's way up there in the ra- uh, ratings. So welcome to the Tallahassee audience on WFLA FM. I believe it's 100.7. Yes, 100.7. So uh, 800-259-9231. Let's continue with your calls. Johnson is in Connecticut on the amp line. Hello, Johnson. Hey, guys. Um, so I know last hour you were discussing a little bit about regular callers and saying that it made the show seem small. 
I don't think that that should be true at all. You guys have some dedicated callers, and actually that's why I'm calling because, uh, you know, I, I made the mistake of trying to call at the end of the show last night. And, you know, there's a there's a long hold time for Free Talk Live. I mean, you gotta you got to be a dedicated caller to get on the air at all. So, that's true. you know, I think that that should be uh, something that's noted that, you, you know, I think Free Talk Live has very dedicated uh, people who want to talk to you regularly. It didn't but, used to but, be uh, that way. Free Talk yeah. Live breaks the rules of talk radio regularly. I mean, they say yeah. that you're not supposed to keep somebody on the air more than two minutes. And I think that uh, it's nonsense. Uh, if you've got somebody that's entertaining then uh, I think that they should be milked for all they're worth, personally. Yeah. I miss. Uh, I do miss, though, some of our actual, like, the fake callers, the ones that were intentionally fake, like uh, Mafia Frank or whatever his oh, name yeah. was. You're you talking know, about from back in the way back in the day. We, we haven't heard from those guys. Back in the way back days. I like the ones who were intentionally, you know, trying to run a bit. All right. But uh, who knows if that's Enough changing. nostalgia. Anyway. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, uh, three points, actually. Um Two kind of got covered last night. I just wanted to mention about, you know, we ha- I had brought up about uh, the, I guess, strippers and how, how the prostitution business would work uh, in a free society. And, you know, Mark had mentioned it, and Ian, you sort of backed away from the issue. And, and I wanted to just sort of comment on, um, I guess, being able to, uh, you know, how to handle, uh, I guess, a libertarian argument honestly. Um you know, in other words, you backed away from it because obviously... Well, what he had said that, was that there would be prostitutes walking through the streets uh, flashing people, basically. Is what it he was, a, 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 and he made it seem like that would be every street corner, but I said that it certainly could happen. Right, and, and well, Ian, what I felt, what I, at least the impression that I got is that part of the reason why you were backing away from that very aggressively and fast is because obviously that's something that most people don't want to see ever. But in Which reality, is why it wouldn't be I very likely. What? Which is why it would not be very likely. And I did acknowledge I that Mark was right. It is a possibility, but it would require right. the you know for the street owner to be okay with it, and for the business owners that they might be parading in front of to be okay with that as well. And there's certainly a very wet, real possibility that in some sort of red light district, something like that could uh, could absolutely exist. Right. And I think well, I just think that uh, on some level there also needs to be at some point, I guess, a talking about saying, well, what's wrong with that, you know. <laughs> Um, oh, I have nothing. Just, I have nothing against it. It just doesn't seem very realistic, knowing the society that we currently live in today. Right. Well, it sort of brings. I guess that sort of brings me to the second point that, that I wanted to talk about. Which are, actually, I've got two that are sort of related. Which right. is quick, one: quick. you switch. You switch to talking about group ownership of things, um, and I think that it's it would. You know, I think anarcho syndicalists kind of. Well, I don't agree with their whole viewpoint, obviously, because they. Uh, advocate force on many things. I think that they have a lot of insight into how community ownership of things could happen, like where like you have these voluntary, like just community ownership of businesses, of property, of everything. I mean, essentially, because these people are sort of like... It's possible. Like libertarian commies. It's bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I mean, all of that is is possible. Wasn't there some restaurant over in Brattleboro, uh, Vermont, Mark, that was commun- communally owned? And uh, I don't know that it was communally owned, but uh, the profits were were taken communally. It was communally run. So there are some uh, some economic models for that. How well they all work out, uh, I don't really know. I haven't done a study on that. And I, uh, I guess the really reason care. why I bring it up is I just think that more anarcho-capitalists should 
I guess investigate and sort of like look at to how the other side is is sort of investigating and how they're talking about things, even though I think their overall outlook is wrong. I do think that they have some insight because they are still calling themselves anarchists, and so they're even though they have this sort of like you know totally unionized everything view and and want to make sure that workers and they have all their focus on workers that they have some really uh, interesting viewpoints on how... Tell you what, Johnson, you dig into that, find out what's so interesting about it, and let us know. I will definitely do that. Third point, quickly, Uh, we've got to move on. Yeah, the third point, really quickly, is I... I, Mark and you disagreeing over this um, has gotten me sort of onto Mark's side a little bit about uh, the word libertarian, which I never thought I would want to take that word back. Um, I now do. Why? Um, How are you going to take it back? Well, no, I think that liberty lovers in general should try and take this word back because it's almost like the same thing as fighting for freedom. Well, what should they? Um, be, what should it mean? What, in your mind, should libertarian mean? I think it should go back to the the pledge of libertarianism. I will not agree. You know, I will not use force for. How do you plan on taking gain. it back when you have people like Mark and Glenn Beck and? How uh, do I get to put John Dossel out there? I think the problem is, is if that you don't try to take it back. You're just going to have the same thing happen to you over and over and over again. I don't again. know. You think Glenn Beck's going to be calling himself a voluntarist in the next anytime soon, or that he could get, him, get away with that? If the movement gets popular enough, that's the whole yeah. problem. Is that as soon as you problem. get big enough, if you let these people take it away, and then the other problem with that is that with the word libertarian, you're already halfway there. So if we fight, if we didn't give up, I mean that's the real problem is that mm. people have just given up. I, I and still I see give that up. That's sort of an issue in and of itself. I'll let you Giving fight out on, on the, the front lines of that one. You, you can have that what? fight, man. I'm not interested in it. Thank you for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I'm giving up. Please, Mark. Please, if I claim to be a libertarian, please stop me. Well, it's it's one thing to claim to be a libertarian. It's another thing to use libertarian to describe people that believe in liberty. I don't even. I just. Yeah, I want to stay away from that word. And Whatever. I'm not. I'm not with Johnson at all on this. I do not believe it's worth saving. And I don't see how voluntarists can be co-opted. But I suppose he's right. It, it could happen. Uh, so let's continue with your calls. And Marty is listening to WFLA in Florida. I'm not sure which one though. Marty, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys. Um, first time I've ever heard your show. Welcome, I sir. Say, I find your viewpoints, especially on the the uh, the nature of military aggression, totally astounding. I mean, just completely more tweaked and warped than anything I think I've ever heard. So what is warped about advocating that uh, that you should not have or that you should not aggress against one's neighbors? It's unnatural. So it's unnatural to, to be peaceful? So it's, are you telling me that I would be, be then um, justified in going and killing your mom because it's natural? What I'm saying is it's the nature of existence. The nature of War is the nature of existence? Well, let's look at existence and define its nature. How has it been defined since the beginning of history? Cannibalism has uh, been happening since the beginning of history, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. But it's not happening now, for the most part. How do you stop cannibalism? You kill the cannibals, man. Well, yes, when they're I trying to eat do. you. How else do you do it? Um, I don't know. Give them other things to eat. You know what? You guys don't have any answers, and that's what the problem is. We don't have answers. What's the question? The answer is liberty. What's the question? Fully, I just gave you a question. How do you stop the the cannibals? How do you stop them? I thought you were going to tell me. Wait a minute. Where is the problem with cannibals? If a cannibal is attacking you, you defend yourself. That's how you stop the cannibal. Uh, We'll bring you back, Marty, if you uh, you want to ask another question. I know you don't think we have answers. The answer is liberty, whatever the question is. 
The answer is non-aggression. The answer is peace. The answer is loving your neighbor instead of attacking them. I disagree that warfare has to be the natural, uh, natural state of the world. In fact, if you observe, it is not the natural state. Peace is. Live. You can bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231. It's the Saturday edition of the program. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And if you want liberty in your lifetime, you don't want to miss the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's happening this June 25th through the 28th, so in a couple weeks in Lancaster, New Hampshire. We'll be broadcasting live, and hundreds of liberty-loving people will be gathered there for a weekend of freedom and fun. Register today at porkfest.com. That's pork with a C, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, porkfest.com. Uh, as we continue here, I would have gone back to old Marty there in Florida, but he dropped off the line after accusing us of not having any answers. And uh, what, what what else did he have? Not having any answers for cannibalism, which isn't really a pressing problem today in America. No. I, I, I'm sorry, I... You know, maybe my answer on cannibalism wasn't good enough for him, but I, I feel like it, I've got all the answers I need for cannibalism in America. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to suggest that now I understand where he's coming from in saying that warfare is uh, man's natural state because there has been a lot of conflict right. over Absolutely. the years. Absolutely, no stealing is man's natural state. Um, you know, it, all kinds of crime is a man's natural state because if you look at how animals uh, deal with each other, they don't have uh, things like cannibalism and and crime and those kind of things. They're just taking and eating. But the natural order of things today, right now, is mostly peace. I mean, around in history, it's been mostly peace. If you look throughout history, the important, the important, the the reason that uh, dates and stuff are notable is because wars went on there. That mm. means that the dates surrounding those there weren't. Right. All around us today, uh, we have peace for the most part, and it's not because there are cops somewhere out there who might decide to come if you pick up a phone and call them. It's because it's in all of our best interests to be peaceful toward one another. It's it, as you said, Mark. Well, what if I want? He was saying that uh, I forget what the, you he was responding to what he said, but you said that. Well, what if I just go and kill your mother? Right. He said that basically the war and uh, violence were the natural state, and you know, uh, I mean, I don't think I said I, but um, you know, as far as people killing, it's remember in wars, people's moms die, yeah. and here in America, just like they did in the Roman Republic, they we don't have to see war. That's why we don't mind it so much. Nobody wants peace like a soldier wants peace because they've seen pieces of people's head blown all over a battlefield and they might like to come home to their family after it's all said and done right, that's why they have things like shell shock the ideas of shell shock these people that want war the vast majority of them have never seen a blown apart body mm. read wars a racket by two-time medal of honor winner smedley butler the uh, marine corps general he'll show you bodies decomposing on the battlefield in world war one then you'll have a good idea how this affects people's families yeah so peace is the natural way of things, because if we aren't peaceful with one another, then we'll all end up perishing. But we are peaceful because it's in our best interest. 800-259-9231. And that's why we need to go in a direction of more peace, not more war rattling or a saber rattling and warmongering around the world. Let's continue with your calls. Jack is listening to WFLA in Florida. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Jack? Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Go on. Thanks, thanks for the airtime. 
Welcome, sir. With the uh, recent uh, events at the National Holocaust Museum, <clears throat> I've had to listen to media pundits, people from the um, Holocaust Museum and others, talking about the Holocaust in general, and they will interchangeably use Holocaust denier and hater, as if somehow if you don't believe in the Holocaust, somehow you're a hater, you hate people. I don't believe in the, in the Holocaust personally, and I don't hate anyone. Why is that? Why don't you why believe what? it? Why, why don't you believe the Holocaust occurred? I mean, there's a lot well, of photographs, aren't there? Well, I can do simple math. Uh, there were 47 of these so-called ovens in all of the camps. Uh, and, I, and I have a problem with that term, ovens, in the first place, because these were standard-issue crematoria built by Knopf and Company of, of Germany. Retorts. They had no modifications made to them. They were capable of burning up three bodies per day. Now, if you do the math, and incidentally, there were 14 of them at Auschwitz, which was the largest camp that had the most of these crematoria. That number of crematoria was directly related to how many people were in the camp. You have people who die from heart attacks, strokes, and so on, and you have to do something with those bodies. So they had these crematoria to take care of the bodies. My parents were both uh, burned up in ovens. They were cremated here locally. So what, what part of the, the Holocaust are you, are you denying happened? Well, I mean, me, you quantity. Let, let me get to that. There was 47 of, of these so-called ovens total. They were capable of burning three bodies per day. Now, do the math. That's 141 per day. That's 50,196 per year. That means it would take 119 years to burn up 6 million Jews. They'd still I don't be think they were all burnt today. up, though. Be, be, before you go on, there, there are people out there, and I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I have not uh, studied the Holocaust in depth, and I'm sure that there are people that have, and I don't hear too, mon too many of them um, you know, coming out with this position, so that kind of it concerns me with your position. But um, well, what about uh, the – before you go on – wait, 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 wait. The, the people well, that have the numbers tattooed on them, they don't seem to be denying that – you know, millions of Jews died. Well, anyone can get a tattoo. <laughs> um, Yehuda Bauer of Israel University, who's one of the leading uh, experts on the Holocaust, by anyone's reckoning, he said that that six million figure isn't right. He said it's, he was, it's closer to one million. Well, I don't even believe in the one million, because even at that, at 50,000 per year, burning it up, you know, three per day in each of those 47 ovens, there's no way. That where where did you get the three per day number from? Where does that come from? I mean, we're Hello? taking your word on it, but where did it come from? Where did what come from? The three per day number that the ovens burn that many people per day. Well, that's how that's how much you can burn up in a. How did you get that information? But it's about it takes right. Eight hours. It's, it takes it's eight true. hours, no matter what the crematory is, yeah. whether it's in Germany or in the America. Right. I I've seen a retort, and a friend of mine had one. And Are they I, saying though that it was six million people that were burned, or that six million people perished? Because it might be a lot easier for people to die of, like you mentioned, starvation and things like that, while being right. held in well, a death well, camp. When you see the picture, when you see the pictures in the movies of, of that period of time, and you see the bodies being bulldozed into trenches, you'll notice that the bodies are emaciated, and the reason for that is the supply lines in Germany were disrupted. They weren't able to feed the people in the camps. The people in Germany were starving. And because they had run out of Zyklon B, again, because the supply lines had been disrupted, they weren't able to disinfect the clothing and the bedding, and the lice just multiplied, you know, like lice do. So are and you saying you that – how, how, okay, so you believe that uh, there aren't even a million people that died from all causes or just from burning? Oh, absolutely not. I'm Wait, not from all that. causes what or I'm just – what I'm saying is the, that the majority of, of, the, of the Jews who died in those camps – are the ones that you see stacked up in those movies and being bulldozed into trenches, they died of typhus. You have malnutrition and you have lice, you're going to have typhus.
But how like many do you think died total? I mean, from all causes during that 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 time period. You know, I I wasn't there. All I know is, like I said, I can do simple math, and I do know for sure there was 47 of these so-called others. So you're only really disputing the burning numbers. You're only right. really disputing because that because that's what you hear. So about. you so it's There's not like you're saying. Right, right. But but it's not like you're when you say you don't believe the Holocaust happened, it's not like you're saying that there weren't people that were kept in death camps, starving to death, uh, being uh, tortured and, and beaten and uh, you know, obviously separated from uh, their loved ones and the, the, all the horrific things that uh, that went on. Of course, we're not even talking about the camps that uh, Japanese uh, people were put in in this country. Uh, but right. so you're, you're not denying that any of that happened. You're just saying that some of the numbers are off in your opinion. Well, absolutely, there were, there were camps, but I, 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 again, the death camps thing I have a real problem with because Auschwitz had a swimming pool complete with a, a diving board starting Oh, I'm sure it was an absolute blast And I'm sure that all the Jews got to go in it. Thanks as for the, the call. As though you'd want to go into a prison <laughs> swimming pool. <laughs> wow. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. See, I thought Holocaust deniers were people that just denied it even happened at all. They have uh, little swimming trunks for the Jews with a little Star of David so they could be marked uh, on the... Oh, it'd, it'd be great. More on the way. You bring up what you want. Weird. This is Free Talk Live. <laughs> John and Lobo are back with more rapid-fire action. It began as a favor to a woman trying to get away from an abusive husband, but it proves that no good deed goes unpunished, and the consequences may be fatal to their partnership. The sequel to One Jump Ahead and Slanted Jack, Overthrowing Heaven, by Mark L. Van Name. Available from Bain Books. Remember, if you don't like your world, visit one of ours at Bain.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show, you bring up anything, Saturday edition, toll-free number, 800-259-9231. the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We have a chat room, and you can go to chat.freetalklive.com to enter. Although, uh, honestly, we've had some internet issues uh, regard, uh, revolving around our server today, so if it's not working as uh, you expect it to work, apologies. Uh, but most of the time it works, like 99% of the time. It's just, it seems like the 1% happen more often on Saturdays than not. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Chat.freetalklive.com. Audible.com offers over 60,000 downloadable audiobooks, magazines, and radio shows for your iPod or MP3 player. Listen on your computer, too. You can try them out by downloading a free audiobook at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. That slash FTL is important. That's what gets you the free one. Audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. As we continue taking your phone calls about what you want, uh, let's go to Dan listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. How are you guys doing today? Great, Good, Dan. What's on your mind? Well, you know, for the most part, I usually disagree with you, but one of one of the points that I, you know, every time I listen, I always try to stress to my kids that, you know, you should listen to all points of view. And I think in the in the world that we're living in right now, especially more than ever, people just need to be informed. They need to read the newspapers. They need to read the the online, you know, news uh, news lines and. Uh, you know, read the Constitution. You know, be informed because the uh, you know the solutions to the problems that we're having right now they're not going to come from the White House. They're going to come from your house and my house and everybody up and down the streets and in the neighborhoods. And uh, you know, if people would just be informed and not just listen to what you know one or two people tell them, 
I think we'd, we'd all be a lot better off, and at least we could converse in a, in a civil tone. I, I generally agree with uh, your sentiments there, and I think that there's no better time than now to be informed where you don't have to count on the newspapers, as you mentioned. In fact, fewer and fewer people... Uh, did I get that right, Mark? Fewer? Yes. All right. In fact, fewer and fewer are counting on newspapers. Uh, in fact, isn't the uh, New York Times putting the Boston Globe up for auction or something like that? So they want to get it yeah. off their hands. But there is no better time to get information because there are so many different sources these days. You aren't restricted to a handful of network television channels anymore. You're not restricted to a handful of radio stations. You're not restricted to to the newspaper uh, or two if you're lucky. Uh, you can go anywhere online and get all of that information at your leisure, and you can get it from a variety of sources, and I think you're absolutely right. Uh, there's no better time than now to be informed. But most people, you know, they're not interested in that. They just want to, you know, just live their lives and uh, keep their keep their eyes closed to what's going on around them. It's Thomas so much more Jefferson, comfortable. Thomas Jefferson you know, said... Said that you wouldn't have Thomas Jefferson said I'm sorry you wouldn't have uh, you wouldn't have freedom unless you had an informed public and I think we haven't had one all along and I, I just mm. don't I don't believe in the public's ability uh, you know or, or desire I guess to be informed and and it's one of the reasons I'm I'm not a big fan of uh, democracy as a as a way of uh, electing leaders. Well, you know if 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 we would have had more people informed, you wouldn't have had the situation in Germany. You wouldn't have had the, you know, a lot of the situations that true. that have affected the world, yep. you know, all around. If I people, agree. you know, if people took an active role in their government, and uh, you know, years ago, when when our founding fathers, you know, created this, going to going to Congress and serving your time, it was a uh, it was something that they didn't want to do, but it was their duty to do it. And they went off and they shut down the family business or they shut down the family farm and they went off to Washington and they served their stint. And then they came back and they started the farm up. But now we got, we got, you know, lifetime politicians. Every one of them's a lawyer. Um, it's ridiculous. For the yeah. most part, you're right. I, I agree. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Though, I disagree with the part about getting involved in Washington. I think we need to secede instead. be a whole hell of a lot easier to to affect a successful secession movement than to actually try to win enough elections to oh. somehow take over the power structure in Washington, D.C. Right. I mean, if you think about it, I, the, the guy that agrees with me the most in Washington, D.C. is named Ron Paul. He's been a representative for, I think, uh, 12, Several 10 terms. Many terms. Um, and has he really gotten anything done? Not much. It looks like his audit, the Fed bill, is going to go through now. That'll it, show him. Yeah. The, the, well, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not the most powerful bill he's put through. He had a bill uh, also this, uh, this year to shut the Fed down. And most people are willing to audit it. And I don't think much is going to come of that. But I, I, I am glad that the bill uh, managed to go through, or it looks like it's going to go through. Let's continue with your calls and talk to uh, Marty is back. We did invite him to hang through, and he uh, dropped during one of the breaks. Normally, it's one call per night, but Marty, we're going to bend the rules here a bit. You're back on Free Talk Live. Uh, you uh, you were the guy that accused us of not having any answers, so go ahead and pick up the ball where you were. Okay. Well, first off, I just want to clear. I, I had no intention of hanging up on you. I guess I'm not familiar with the format of how this works, and you guys uh, went dead. You said something like, oh, when you get it together, and then it kind of went dead. I guess it was going to commercial. In any case, I thought you guys hung up on me, so mistake. Here Sorry you are. Go ahead. Uh, well, no, all I'm saying is um, if you don't have the ability to uh, – basically, whoever whoever has the biggest stick rules. Might makes right, much. huh? Uh, well, uh, it, it, it doesn't necessarily make right. But it definitely puts you in control. It does. I, I'm not. Neither one of us is going to and dispute should, that with you. Right. And we should be, I think, thankful that that for once, or one of the very, very few times in history, 
the people that have come to power uh, in large part in the world is the United States of America, where 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 you uh, where you're able to have your show and, and talk down the government and talk everything else. You think else that down. we should be thankful that the U.S. government is going around bombing people and and uh, setting up military bases in over 130 countries around the world? That that we should be thankful for. That's putting us in greater danger than anything else. I've heard opinion. that again, and I've I've heard that again and again by the liberal media that we're less safe now than we were before. Am, am I liberal? However. However, there is a, a, an ongoing ratcheting up of al-Qaeda and uh, Islamic terrorism that has increased on our soil increasingly in, in our assets abroad. Wait a minute. Until, Where is the liberal media criticizing uh, Obama for George going Bush and doing over. the same thing that George Bush did? Where's your liberal right. media? They're right behind him in going they, and killing they, people in Afghanistan, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they are. You're absolutely right. Doesn't that get you all excited? Right well. No, what I get excited about is people that think that they wouldn't be overrun and run, reamed up the rear. By, wh- by whom? sat around and did... Who is going to overrun stop, us? In just a second. Um, North Korea. Let's, let's stop. North Marty, Korea? Marty, what is North Korea going to do to you in Florida? China? North Korea? What is China going to do to you in Florida? <laughs> what is China going to do? Yes. If we had no military, they would come and take what we have. Why would... Wait, 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 wait. Mar- Marty. Why haven't they overrun... They have overrun and expanded consistently over the last two, three hundred years. What? And the only reason they, they've been held back in their borders from taking over Taiwan is because we're allied with Taiwan. Um, Marty. The only reason Russia is <laughs> Marty. not now impressed. We'd be Marty, speaking Chinese, stop. Marty. Marty. Stop, stop, for a second. You've, you've made your point on expansionism. Marty, you've made your point on expansionism. I gotcha. How is China going to expand over <laughs> here, and why would China go after its biggest customer? If we have no uh, military uh, backbone, if we have no military ability to... Um, address military threats, we will be overrun. By and whom? All you need to How? Do, by whom? Any, Canada from the north? Any, no, he said China. Well, not today. Not today. China's no, going to do but it, But right? Canada but will we, rise up, and they'll take us over, brother. <laughs> I mean, do you realize the level of fear you that you must idiots. live in? You're paranoid. You really are. You're total idiots. No, you look I'm not. At history... The one you are. I'm sorry. You're a paranoid. Okay, let's forget the name calling, because I'm not calling you an idiot. been in charge? I call them paranoid. been in charge? Who? You've been what? in charge. The one with the most power. Be fortunate and thankful that the one with the most power in the world today is allowing you to have is your little forcibly radio extracting because there are wealth very, from very all of us. Few other places. There are very few all other hail places the U.S. government for that. letting us speak into How, our microphones. Marty, there are Marty, more Marty, free Marty. people in the world today than there have ever been at any other point in time, and that is because no one's free in this. In this Stop it, Ian! For God's sakes! Our agenda, Marty. How are you going to fight a land war in the United States? That's a, a moot point. It's completely... Uh, How are you going to take over the United States? Mark. You can't take over a country. Marty, you don't even know a damn thing about war. You can't take over, take over a country without boots on the ground. How are you going to fight a land war in a country where there's more guns than there are people? Do they have, do they have airplanes? <laughs> you don't put boots on the ground with airplanes, Marty. They hey, Marty, I'll hang on to you again here, man. Okay, now listen. Here's how it works. We push the hold button, and then you go on hold. I know he said he didn't know how this works. And then you wait patiently, and we'll bring you back. 1-800-259-9231. Because I would like him to explain how it is that China could possibly take over the United States. Are you an active free stater living in New Hampshire? Are you and your family moving to New Hampshire in the near future? A new web series about the Free State Project is currently casting. Interested? 
Send us a short video about yourself. Tell us what you're doing or planning on doing to achieve liberty in your lifetime. Show us what makes you interesting. Upload your video to YouTube and send the link to fspwebseries at gmail.com. Don't have a video camera? Ask about other submission options. fspwebseries at gmail.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy this program, you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more Internet listeners on board, expose new people to the ideas of freedom. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com, and you'll get perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, chat room forum, and more. All the details Get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. Marty is still with us, uh, waiting patiently, listening to WFLA in Florida. Marty, you're back on Free Talk Live, and you hopefully will explain to us how it would be that in the absence of a uh, U.S. military going around the world and uh, blowing things up and killing folks, that the Chinese, uh, the Chinese people would come invade and take over the country. Did I understand you correctly? Well, well not exactly. Sort of. But uh, Please clarify. You know, you're... Well, somebody needs to clarify because your your uh, line is so completely vague. Going around the world, killing people. Well, yes, yes. Uh, are there more yes, important cogent that. details that would atta- that, that could be attached to? No, because uh, there's no excuse no? for going around the world and killing people, well, Marty. Uh, Marty, right? I, I think right, that would... then that, that's great. So we should not have fought the British. You said earlier, uh, no, 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 can come from. I, I, I see where you're coming from on that, uh, but if the British people are killing where you... where I'm coming from. This is if, insane. If the British people are killing you, Marty, then you, have the, you certainly have the right to defend yourself. And the, the British people were certainly... they weren't, they really weren't. It wasn't, it wasn't a massive uh, killing field over here. It was really taxation. Uh, right, and... and primary. Now, Marty, yeah, let, me, so, let me explain liberty to you real so, quick. So Marty, should we not have overthrown them? Can, let me explain liberty to you real quick. You have the Did right to liberty... Them? At life and your property, and Indeed. you know, p- to As pursue your happiness. Changing the subject. No, I am not. I'm earlier. explaining liberty to you, Marty. Now, give me just a second, if you is. would, please, sir. This doesn't, have, this doesn't answer my question. Yes, You're it does. I'm go- I am not going off on a tangent. Let me bring it back around here, if I could. Okay. Liberty is what you can do in the moment. Property is what you have done with your life in the past, and life is the ability to do something in the future. Well, not liberty is tangible. What's that? Wait, wait. Where do your definitions and your thoughts come from? Property is none such thing. Property is what I have done asset. with the stuff that I have earned while I have you know, lived my life. Oh, that's an action. What? What you've done with something is an action. That's not, that's I not have bought the property, Marty. You see, I earned the money in the past so that I could buy the property <laughs> today. Does that make sense to you? What I have done with my life up to this point has resulted in the crap that I have. Makes sense to me. Go on, I'm Mark. I'm sorry you purchased crap, but oh, jeez. Okay, Marty. So when someone comes along and takes my crap without asking right. me, that person right. has taken what I have earned with my life. Do you understand how my that's kind of like taking, taking a life. piece of my life? Uh, well, yeah, it could be. Okay. okay. Right. So the British you, were, you could argue the, it both ways. The British John were taking. I don't believe would argue it that way, and you quoted him earlier. Who's that? But in any case, it will go along for the ride. Let's the go. British were taking pieces of American lives without asking them and without letting them represent themselves. So they have the right to defend themselves in that uh, in that particular case. 
So let's get back to the original question of how it would be that the Chinese, that you brilliantly deflected for now several minutes, how would the Chinese take over the United States? Go, Marty. Okay, uh, fly, drop troops on the ground, and take over. If we're unwilling to, <laughs> we're ch- unwilling to fight and we're un- unwilling to maintain our military at the peak level, which, which is where they are, or above, uh, we will fall. We spend we spend more than five times and many many others. We spend more than five times what any other country does in the world on our military. And the world benefits from our military. Yes. Spending. Why should the world benefit from my tax dollars? Why should I be taxed? The way it is. To, be, like, that's the way it is because somebody like, like you says it. Because, you're, because, because you want to like steal people's money in order to protect the world. Thanks, Marty, for the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I agree with him that the United States empire is a lot better than the Roman empire, where they would go into foreign lands and take the the, the people that they beat as slaves and things like that. Certainly, when you're talking about uh, empires, the United States is probably a better one. Tell that to the dead, uh, to the families of uh, the the, the dead people around the world. By better, I mean fewer people enslaved and fewer people killed, but it's still a bunch of dead people. Some consolation. And let's not forget that I'm obligated to pay for it all, so that makes me a slave to the system. So uh, so his answer to how the U.S. could be taken over by China was they're going to fly in troops. You can't. Like you, there's Red no Dawn. way you could fly, fly in enough troops to like, do this. You I mean, can you Red imagine Dawn? the amount of planes that it would take to drop enough soldiers uh, to, to take over? But that's what over? happened at Red Dawn, Mark. I mean, maybe he saw Red Dawn. Did you ever see that in the 80s uh, when I've, you were I've teenager? seen parts of it. Well, they, right, right. They, uh, the, the beginning of the movie is such a shocking scene uh, where they're in the classroom and the dudes are landing out in the, uh, the field with their parachutes. And, it's the, of course, it's the, the Soviets. It wasn't the Chinese in that particular case. They're still commies. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so, so then they shoot the teacher, and the kids run off into the woods, and they start, you know, doing guerrilla warfare and, and killing the communists. You might very well uh, be able to to stage some kind of blitzkrieg and, and shoot a bunch of Americans. However, that's when everything changes. I mean, that's when the Americans <laughs> arm up with the yep. guns that they have in very large supply and more defend than, more themselves. More guns in America than, than Americans. Nobody ever said, Marty, that we wouldn't defend ourselves if attacked for, uh, by some foreigners. Uh, but that's so unlikely because they know that we've got guns. And plus, there's the economic factor. Look, how much sense would it make for the Chinese people to all of a sudden attack their number one customer? I mean, Marty, if you look at the phone you just called on, there's a good chance it was made in China. If you look at uh, some of the products that you have in your home, there's a good chance a number of them were made in China. If you, you bought it at Walmart, this. it sure was. Right. You know that this is the case. So if the Chinese people that were to come over here and invade this country and blow crap up and destroy the uh, the way of life in America with bombs and guns and uh, and just, just killing and destruction, then nobody's going to be uh, able to afford to buy things from Chinese uh, pe- pe- people in Anymore. And you can better believe that Americans will start checking labels at that point. Uh, so you're going to destroy the very economy that is helping boost up the, 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 uh, the Chinese workers. Why the would they people. do that? Evil people that will take over the world if we aren't doing it. 
Didn't you understand? They just want to make trinkets you love for America, you. You hate America. They you want... love America's military. You're no. a damn evil person. They want to make wonderful knockoffs for you. They want to make, you know, the, uh, the the knockoffs and the cheap electronics and the, the, the T-shirts and all kinds of things. They just want to sell those products to you. They don't want to kill their best customer. Probably, Why don't people understand this? There probably are some people in China, and likely they are in the, the, gover- the leadership that want to take over some countries and probably... Probably one of the first countries would be Taiwan. I completely concur with that. It'd be like Walmart invading trailer parks and killing all the residents. I mean, what would the point of that be? Uh, that's if China attacks this. I'm, I'm making the point that, yeah, certainly some nations will expand um, in, in the absence of, a, of the United States taking up the, the, the space that is the, the, the empire today. And certainly there have been many empires throughout the ages. Um, and I, I, but I think that we can probably exist and show the rest of the world, look, you can be, you can be uh, wealthy and happy without Taking over the world. Without hegemony, yes. Let's continue with your call. Steve in Montana, listening to KGEZ. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Steve. Yes. You are on yeah. the air. Steve, going you know, once. Yeah, I'm here. Um, yes, sir. Lee, do it. going to tell you that the Marty kind of misses the point. He really wants to defend our land. What are we doing all over the world, including 50,000, 60,000 people in North Korea or South Korea, whatever it is, and... Germany, Iraq, and so on. Yep, now and 130 something countries. Maybe Turkey. You name Iran, the country, it's likely there's a military get base. A nuclear weapon that'll do them how much good? When Israel has like 400 of them. At this no, point, I mean, at this point, nuclear weapons are almost passe. I mean, how many? 50, 60 well, countries have them. There's other ways, and they've they got the biological one down to science for the last 30 years, so they won't have to fire a shot. All the Chinese want to do is protect their interests, they have somewhere between one and a half and two trillion dollars of U.S. bonds that they've owned now, and they're kind of getting worried that the U.S. government just gives the money away, but they don't ever see any of it. Yeah, it's, at this secure point... is our investment, so what are they going to do with General Motors? Break it up, send it to Brazil, Mexico, and China. Yep, and you know, China, at this point, China wouldn't attack the United States simply because they own most of it. Yeah, exactly. It's just well, ludicrous they to believe that. more. They're trying to protect their interests, but, uh, you know, it's... You they it, don't Steve. really need us. Yep. We need them for about everything. You know what Costco stands for, the Costco stores? No, I know what. Well, it stands for Chinese Overseas Transport Company. Cool. Thanks for the call. That's why they have their own containers, because they have their own boats. So they built their own stores to sell us their own stuff. Good for them. I I thank them for that. Thank you, sir, for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Wherever I can get a product for the right price, I don't care where it comes from. These same politicians, which are still sending the soldiers overseas and deciding where they're going to fight and with whom they're going to fight, are the ones that have basically given the country over in the form of the monetary system and treasury bonds and that kind of thing to China. Yeah. These are the people that run the war. Even if war is a good idea, even if taking over the world is a good idea, giving it to the politicians in Washington, D.C. To, to implement is a bad idea. More on the way. Hour 3 coming up. Free Talk Live. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. On your feet! I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the U.S. military, reserves, or National Guard, you have special rights and privileges earned through your service to your country, including special VA loan programs not available to the general public. You could purchase a new home with no down payment or refi your home up to 100% of your home's equity. 
You've earned these benefits through your dedication and service. iFreedom Direct, a direct VA lender, can help you discover whether you and your property qualify. Get the details at varadio.com. That's varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. 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 This is Free Talk Live. The toll free number for you to bring up whatever is on your mind is 1 800 259 9231. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. Tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give to you. So enjoy those. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. We give ours away free. So enjoy it. freetalklive.com. Continuing with your phone calls about whatever is on your mind. We'll start things out by going to WFLA down in Florida, where Mike is listening. Hello, Mike. Mike, you are on the air. Mike, you are on. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I can't figure out when I won't listen to the last uh, couple callers whether you guys are serious or you're just smoking too much of your stuff. Well, what do you mean? What what part I don't are you smoke conf- drugs? What part are you? Well, confused? I can't understand what you mean by uh, we need we're we're an empire and we're trying to take over the world. No, we've successfully taken over the world. We by the I, you, by, by that I mean the United me, States government. Can you tell me what country we've taken over and control? Well, I, um, by if you mean like conquering a country and like expanding the United States in the old form of empiredom, and I'm trying to use a term that people understand, hegemony is probably a, a better term than empire, but nobody knows what it means. So, um, yes, we have puppet. Do you know puppet, what it means? We have yes, I do know what hegemony. What does it mean? Means. Well, it essentially means that we we have what they call client states. Where those countries don't do, if they don't do what we want, we, uh, you know, we apply political pressure to them to the point that they do. We put in, we install leaders or, uh, you know, support leaders that agree with us and um, the U.S. government, the U.S. government, excuse me, that that agree with the U.S. government, and we don't allow ones that don't. That doesn't make any sense. I've been in many, many countries in the world. Okay, do you think that uh, I've been in war, and you guys have never been in a war, so oh, the, you can talk obviously, about it. Obviously, I don't know anything. Thank God, I've never been in a war. Yeah, well, how old are you? Oh, I'm, I'm older <laughs> than Thomas Jefferson was when he wrote the Declaration of Independence and older than Jesus well, Christ was. And he my wrote... point is, you guys talk about it, but I, I'm pretty sure you don't know anything about it. About don't what? Don't know anything about what? About what? You can't have freedom unless you're willing to defend yourself. I'm willing. I don't care where you, you don't go have in the to world. kill a bunch of brown people all over the world to be defending yourself. Yeah, I've got an AK-47 downstairs, so I don't know what you mean by I don't. Do, I'm not interested in defending myself, sir. What would make you think oh. that? Why do you think we go overseas and fight wars? Because it's good for the military-industrial complex and the politicians. Oh, really? That's why we're in such a thriving economy because we're in war right now. No, that's no war hurts no, the economy, that's sir. Not, no, you just said it's good for the military industrial. It's good for the military economy. industrial complex, not the, whole not the economy. Do you understand? It well, takes money out of the pockets of all Americans on a confiscatory, taxation, forceful basis, and it redirects that cash to the people behind the military industrial complex. That hurts the American economy because you and I don't have our money in the first place to spend how we think is best, to allocate our resources in the way that we think is right. We are subject to the whims of these politicians, whoever they are, Republican or Democrat, sir. 
Well, I'll tell you what, when you talk about going over to foreign countries and killing brown people, I'm one of those brown people, okay? And you I'm favor it? You know? No, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this, that I have seen the American military go overseas to different places. I was in Panama in 1989 when the war came, and they threw out Noriega, and they walked away, and we don't control that country, and we don't have anything to do with their government. I'm aware of the people but in government. But you just made right the now. point that when Noriega gave us trouble, we went in there and ousted him. I mean, that you just made the point that I'm trying to make. That if you do uh, make too much noise for the United States government in one of the uh, Middle East, uh, Middle uh, Central American client states, we're going to go down there and we're going to take your leader and we're going to throw him in jail. And are you saying there's no U.S. military constitutionally? Are you telling me there are no military? There's no military presence today in Panama? Not one. Well, then it would be one of the very few. It would be one of the very few nations in the world because there's 131 uh, nations that the United States government has military. 700 military bases around the world. We don't force ourselves in there. We are invited, and in many cases, which you guys (laughs) don't know, the U.S. military bases are built by the country because they ask the people. They ask us to go there. Well, how about I ask that they stop? Uh, how about I say, how about I ask that they not do that and that I uh, be allowed every, to not have fund every it? Right to have your opinion. So that's so wait a minute. Just so long as you pay, citizen. Right. Do I have the right to keep my money that I earned? Absolutely. Oh really? Yeah. So so you wouldn't support the federal government putting me in jail for not paying them? Paying who? The federal exactly. government, sir. Would you support them Don't putting me in you- jail? Do you, do you owe anything for, for living in this country? Do I owe anything to who? I pay my, uh, uh, I, I pay my power bill, my water bill. Uh, what do you mean, do I owe anything? Who, who builds the roads you drive your car on? I pay the local gang. The people gang. that tax me on my gasoline. Yeah. I pay the local gang for the roads. What about the feds? What, can I not pay the feds and uh, have you support me staying out of jail, or are you going to support them throwing me in jail, sir? Listen, I do not support the federal government the way it's running today. I think our Congress is, is a mess. I think the whole thing is a mess. We do and too. I'm going to tell you something. More people in the world are trying to get to America than anywhere else in the world. Yeah. I don't see anybody rushing to go to, to China. I don't see anybody rushing to go to Russia. I don't see anybody fighting to get to Mexico from here. You guys don't realize. Do, oh, I realize. They, it may not I'm not telling perfect, you America but sucks, man. Than anywhere else in the world. I'm That's not telling true. you that America sucks. One of the better I'm not gangs. saying that. I'm yeah, saying because America's great. No, that's what you're hearing. I'm saying because America's great, we should should step out of other people's countries because we're the kind of place that believes in liberty. We should draw our military back to the United States, bring it down to a size that, that might be reasonable for protecting our borders rather than enforcing the policy of our politicians, and let live and let live in the world. Thanks for the call, Mike. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Right. I know the world's going to hurt us. 1-800-259-9231. Fear. Bad fear, people fear. There's bad fear. people out there. They scared. hate America. They hate America. Got to be scared, Americans. Right. Be scared. Look to your government. Look to mommy government to take care of you. Right. Show, show me a, a war that we've fought in the last half a century I can't where, show you where, I where someone has, uh, well, the United States government has, has <laughs> um, initiated force on us. Because mm. it hasn't. Mm. I mean, somebody yeah. might say 9-11. 9-11! 9-11! They attacked us at 9-11! No. Who the hell is they? Um, the vast Some guys ma- that died. Right? <laughs> the vast majority of the people that died um, on 9-11, uh, the, the terrorist folks, were Saudi Arabian. Okay? It had nothing to do with Afghanistan. Mm. It had nothing to do with Iraq. And 
If we hadn't had our military in there supporting King of Hassan, King Fahd, uh, King Hassan's father, um, in, in their power, a king, the United States, who fought a revolutionary war against a king two centuries ago to achieve the first land of liberty, now supports a king. <laughs> and what does the average American citizen get out of it? Nothing. Well, well, we would get to raise the flag on July 4th, and we love America. Right. July 4th is coming up, but we'll talk about that when it approaches. Uh, we'll continue with your calls, though, about whatever you want. Nick is in Florida listening to WFLA. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, Nick, show. What's on your mind, dude? Uh, well, I just wanted to say, you know, first of all, I'd like to kick off by, I got two things, but the first one really is the guy that talked about the swimming pools at Auschwitz. <laughs> that is what really got me. I thought that was awesome. A little awesome little uh, yeah. Thing there, there, there were girls in bikinis there and coconut drinks. Yeah, a lot. It was a lot like Woodstock. I mean, everybody's just hanging out. I think right. what's funny is you get all these pictures of the mass graves and stuff. I mean, are we to believe that all these people died of ear infections from swimming pools? There? <laughs> I, mean, that, that I think was, it was. I think it was a reaction. Really it was a reaction yeah, to the just, suntan lotion. <laughs> yeah, we should have thought that out before they before they put those in there. But uh, the other thing is that you know I've got some friends that are in the military and. uh you know, you got that guy talking about China and all these people invading our country and just paranoia, basically. And, yeah, uh, that's all it you is. You know, what my what my friends tell me is, you know, a lot now nowadays, you know, we're less prepared for a military confrontation than we were before all this happened because what's happening now is our military is being trained more in policing other countries than they are in actual combat. Right. We're, we're, it's like a it's like a foreign legion for the cops. It doesn't make any exactly. sense. Um, what a yeah. military's for. What it's supposed to do is kill people and break things. If you're using it right, exactly. that's what that thing is for. And right. it makes perfectly – it's fine with me if you wanted to have a military that was uh, you know, on the ground in the United States to protect the borders. I that's think not that fine you would, with me. You would find that that military, um, after 200 years, would never have fought a, uh, a campaign. Maybe the Mexican-American War depends on Don't where forget, you're at. Don't forget, Mark, that. that the Founding Fathers uh, warned you. And we, we can hang on to you if you want, Nick. We'll bring you back in a little bit. But don't forget the Founding right. Fathers uh, warned against the idea of a standing military. So it's true. It's extra-constitutional. The Constitution made it pretty clear that the Army was only to be brought, uh, brought around for a very specific purpose for a very specific length of time, no more than two years, and then it was to be disbanded. So... We're not even close to that vision. 800-259-9231, and we'll be back with more. We talk live. This is Free Talk Live, the Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything, and we mean it. 1-800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, again, it's Ian here with you tonight. And Mark. And again, the number is 800-259-9231. Uh, bring up whatever you want as we continue here. By the way, our website, freetalklive.com. We've got archives. Uh, right now, the bulletin board system is broken, but I think the archives are, are working. So head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy that. For free, going back for actually for an entire year, you can get it right there on the front page of the website. No logging in. You don't have to click on any advertising or anything like that. You just click and download. They're yours at freetalklive.com. Check out the Low Country Liberty Report. This ridleyographer from Santa, Savannah, Georgia, focuses on pro-freedom issues from around the country. Liberty-oriented reports for liberty-minded folks. Does not mind pretend, uh, pretending. He does not pretend to be unbiased in reporting and tries to add some humor to every report. Find his videos at lclreport.com or join the LCL group on Facebook or Twitter. If you like his reports, buy some advertising or subscribe at $3 a month. Support Liberty by supporting other Liberty activists. Again, 
All the stories are at lclreport.com. Let's continue with your calls and talk to Paul, listening in Michigan to WTKG in Grand Rapids. Hello, Paul. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I just wanted to make a quick point about uh, geopolitics. Uh, The main reason that the United States enjoys the standing that we do, if you boil it all down, it is that we control the, the world's oceans. There is not a ship anywhere in the world that we cannot stop, board, uh, we control the oceans. That is, every square inch of the world's oceans is under our control. Now, your guys' uh, philosophy of let's all get along, you know, I, I, I feel that. I am. I, I understand where you're coming from. And I, if we wanted to stop the foreign adventures, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with that as far as, like, you know, an invade, actually invading other countries with ground troops. But what I would not be willing to give up is the control of the world's oceans, because the minute we let go of that, the vacuum is going to be filled. Why? And it would. I understand what you're saying at least would be constitutional, because they didn't have a navy at the time of the writing of the Constitution, so they didn't provide that it should they be didn't? disbanded. I they, thought they had a navy in there. John Paul Jones. No, uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson sent the incipient navy, the very first uh, ships, over to Tripoli um, to battle the pirates uh, over there, um, and they didn't right. have a navy prior, prior to that. But it's still actually the, the worst uh, solution for protection, in my opinion. I think that uh, what you could have is if the U.S. government pulls out, then each shipper is then responsible for their own security, and they should be able to, to provide that security in whatever way is necessary to keep their shipments safe. Do you Are you really saying that the U.S. government is uh, better at providing security than, uh, than private agencies? I'm saying that as an American, if someone is going to control it, I would rather have it be us for, socio, for, for economic reasons. And for geopolitical reasons, okay. I would rather have it be us because I understand the if point. we were to if we were to uh, lose control of the world's oceans, I'm sure it would either be the Russians and the Chinese together, something like that. When would they build? Where, where, where would they? Where would they get the boats for this? I mean, how how quickly would the Chinese and the Russians have to build boats? Because well, they the currently Russians been, the Russians been have been building up their navy furiously lately. They've they've been building they've been building as much as much navy as they can. They understand that. They had, scrap the he- they had scrap heaps in the 80s. Um, I mean, you know, they, they certainly had more of them, but I don't know. Uh, the, the idea that the world, that the controlling the world's ocean is what secures the United States' uh, world position, I think might be fallacious. I think it might be that the United States, States spends more money than anyone else, so therefore we're the wealthiest and best, uh, you know, well, most well-off nation. I don't think it's that we, wor- the, we control the world's ocean. But why is it that I should be forced to pay for the security of private companies, sir? I understand your point when you say that, and as a libertarian myself, I would self-identify as a libertarian. Um, but I'm a I'm a libertarian that is in favor of having a strong foreign policy, if that's possible. I can't identify as a Republican, and I certainly can't identify as a Democrat. So, so it's you, hard. It's a hard so place to be, and it's one that I've certainly been in. So yeah. as a libertarian, would you throw me in a jail cell for not supporting your uh, your military con- uh, concepts? You know, funny enough, uh, I did my internship in college in federal court, and uh, about half of the cases that I was sitting in court on were these tax processor people. And I can tell you that the reality is, if you go into federal court with a tax protester case, you have zero chance to beat the case. Zero. Yeah, they, they don't want the you. Judge is, the judge is going to look at you. Like I didn't ask uh, about my chances. I asked how you felt about me going to jail. Well, I guess ultimately, uh, I don't like the system, but I guess 
if I have to pay, I feel like everybody has to pay. That's right. Throw me in the clink there. I, you I don't want to throw you in jail, yeah, man, you but do. you got to pay your taxes. Uh, no, I don't. I, I'm not going to roast him over the spit here, but I do think that um, you know that, that it, it's somewhat paranoid position that uh, that it well we have to, somebody has to control the oceans. Currently, Russia or China could, if they so chose, start building their navies and then hopefully build a larger navy and control the. I mean, they could through competition control the oceans. We are in such a position of dominance right now. I mean, the, so, look, yeah, so, is, so is so is Standard like Oil. 15, so was Standard Oil in the 1880s, and where are they now? That's apples, that's apples and oranges. We're, we're so dominant with the, our, our infrastructure, with the Navy. If you combine the Navy with the satellite technology, we are so far and above everybody else in this and that particular thing in controlling the world's oceans. And a lot of the a lot of the world's commerce does go over the ocean still. I know it sure. seems like sure. Uh, oh, of course you know, it does. It I don't disagree with any of that. But the but but what you're saying, you know, the point that you're making is is that uh, that only because we control the oceans does the United States uh, enjoy the life that we have. And I just That's I, dis- I disagree. I, I think, think it's if we paranoid claptrap. Yeah. And well, the point that I'm making is apparently this must not be true because the other large nations of the world aren't trying to control the uh, uh, the ocean. Uh, well, because they can't even set foot in the ocean without. They can't there, set there foot. They can't build boats. boats. How many there, there how many U.S. Ship ships are the there out there? What's that have to do with anything? And can, we could board instantly. I'm not talking. I'm not that. talking about a sea war, man. I'm talking about building boats. Why aren't they building boats? If this is the most important thing for for the status of your nation, why aren't the Chinese building more boats instead of the little wash tubs they're putting out they, there? They know. They know it's a losing battle. That there, it is not a losing battle. battle. Uh, the U.S. government's I mean, going to fall. The fact is, the United States government um, has destroyed our economy. This nation is on its way down, and yeah. uh, the the Chinese better be ready to, to pick up the ball oh, and ready. run with it. The Chinese are doing fine. They're on the way up as far as... Uh, I mean, no, the, China, the Chinese economy has been growing nonstop for the last 30 years, and you show me another example in history anywhere in the world of an economy just growing out of control at huge leaps and bounds without a... Ch- it's going to stop. They are, they are going to experience... A huge contraction in their Good. economy. I hope you're it's right. Built on, it's built on. It's built on a house of cards, and it's not. It's not real. And sooner no, or I later, know. it's, no, built, no, it's built on the United States Federal Reserve note, which is not real. <laughs> you're right. Amen, amen, so, brother. I'm with you on that. Well, yeah. What's going to happen to your that. precious uh, military in the seas when the U.S. federal government finally crashes and burns? Oh, I think I think they'll find the money for that. They'll find the money. Not for if the they keep printing it out. If nothing else. Yeah, well, they'll, yeah, well. They'll, they'll keep printing it until uh, we decide to go to something else, and then they'll be screwed. You know that we'll never have liberty in this nation as long as we have half of the discretionary spending being spent on the milita- military. I mean, the idea that you're a libertarian, uh, you, you're really fighting against yourself. All you really are, if you're a libertarian that supports military, is you're a person that wants poor people to get no money from the government. And you just it's, it's makes one sound like a miser. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. And if you don't want to go along with it, then a jail cell for you, my friend. 800-259-9231. That's real civilized. It's Free Talk Live. John and Lobo are back with more rapid-fire action. It began as a favor to a woman trying to get away from an abusive husband. But it proves that no good deed goes unpunished. And the consequences may be fatal to their partnership. The sequel to One Jump Ahead and Slanted Jack, Overthrowing Heaven, by Mark L. Van Name, available from Bain Books. 
Remember, if you don't like your world, visit one of ours at Bain.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show. Bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That would be the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's the Saturday edition of the program, and tonight it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We have got the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Just head on over to shrine.freetalklive.com, see what that's all about, shrine.freetalklive.com. Freedombookclub.com invites you to participate in our summer reading event. Go to freedombookclub.com and choose your preference from the four finalists. They purchase and then purchase their book, and the new winners are announced every month. It's freedombookclub.com. It's making freedom a bestseller. It's a great idea uh, for getting libertarian ideas spread around by getting libertarian-type books on the New York Times bestseller. As we continue taking your calls about anything, we'll talk to Russell in Illinois. You're on Free Talk Live. Russell. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? How you doing? Um, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Um, what do you think the level of the police state is? I mean, are Ever we there? Ever increasing? Or, are we there yet? Uh, I think we've been there for a long time. I, I guess everybody's going to differ on their definition of when we got there. But right. the difference, the the difference is, is uh, basically, are the police bothering you as to whether or not we're in a police state? Well, they're not bothering exactly, me too yeah. much. I mean, but I've seen video footage of them bothering people, and that's enough for me because I care about the rights of other people, and I'm very, very concerned for where this country is going. And what was it this week? We just had a video of a 72-year-old woman being tased on the side of the road. I forget where it was, but it could have been any town USA. She wouldn't sign the ticket, man. So there's that story, and then, of course, there's the pastor that was beaten down at the Border Patrol uh, internal checkpoint not too long ago. He wouldn't open his trunk for the Border Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> The reason I asked is because I think I, I, had a, I had an incident today that tells me it's here. All right. What was okay? your incident? Well, uh, we've had problems with neighbors. They keep calling the police on us, right? Mm, what are you and doing? They keep taking uh, – um, you know, most of my girlfriends, she's loud and, and not really doing anything. They just don't like her. But okay. when the police came, they always take their side. Mm-hmm. My, my girlfriend always goes to jail, and she cooperates. I mean, she tells her side of the story, cooperates. And she goes to jail. Well, I was mad about her going to jail today, so I was ranting and raving in the backyard. And they called the police on me. Well, I was so the cop, right wait, now. wait, point of information. The cops had already come out and taken your your girlfriend to jail, and it was after right. they had left that you were ranting, ranting in the backyard, and then they came back? Right. Got it. Because the neighbors called the cops on me for ranting and raving. Because yeah. you're hollering at the neighbors, basically, from your backyard? Right. Okay. And I wouldn't cooperate with the police because I saw my girlfriend cooperate. They wanted to go to jail. So I wouldn't cooperate. And I mean, did you I go to jail? Anything. No, but I got pushed on the ground, almost handcuffed. I got threatened. And then and that one cop pulled me to the side and said, listen here. And he, he, this is what he said. I, I swear to God, you can believe me or not. I believe you. You go, you're going to jail and you're going you're to hit me. I go, no, I'm not. It's going to be in my report. That's what he said. You're going to jail because you are going to hit him. He's going to basically claim that you hit him when, in point of fact, you did not. Yeah. This has not been done before. Look, I'm glad that you've come to the conclusion that it is a police state as a result of this, but this kind of behavior has been going on for a long time by the police. I've been listening to you guys for a while, so I I know this. But, I mean, I've tried to keep a low profile. I I don't confront the police, but, I mean, you've got no choice. If they... 
you know, the, you can't, God crop right, are they going to put you in jail and arrest Yeah, they're going to smash your head against the ground if they get a I, chance. I, I some agree of with all, some of, them all of that, but perhaps the way to go about that is to not have streaming matches with your girlfriend. Or the neighbors. Um, and, or, and the neighbors, and like maybe, uh, you know, exist in a peaceable fashion, and then you'll have less of that. But I, that won't stop the police state. I agree with you, Mark. I agree that we're in a police state, totally, yeah. but the cops don't come to my house. Yeah, thank you for the call tonight. I, I appreciate hearing from you, and, and try to cool down. And it, if you got a girlfriend screaming at you, leave the damn house. And and also, um, I and leave I, the girl. I I do think you have a right to yell on your property. I think that that right at some point is going to be mitigated by your, uh, you know, neighbor's right to just you know exist in peace, watch TV, yeah. go to sleep, that kind of thing. You 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 have the right to listen to music, but there's you know a volume at which you would turn that music. Your up. rights end at their property line. That's really where. Well, that's really the fact of the matter. If you if I can't enjoy my life in my house because people are turning up music too loud or yelling or or blowing a train horn or whatever it is that yeah. they're doing, then <laughs> you know then I'm I'm not enjoying everything uh, that my property has to offer. So, but but all that said, I mean the, whether or not they they are behaving or not. Uh, the police state is here, and all you need to do is look around at the people that are being abused, the people that are being beaten, the the uh, the rights that we thought we had that we clearly do not because they refuse to respect them. Uh, we could we could go down the laundry list, but we've got to take your calls. So, but there's so much evidence out there that this is a police state, and if you do not obey their every diktat, if they don't, if you tell if they tell you to do something and you don't do it, the taser is coming out and you're it going d- to the ground. It doesn't matter if you're white or black or a news reporter or whatever, you are going to obey the law, the cops, um, because they don't care what the law says. No, they so, they'll say that to your face. I don't care they, what the law says. How could they possibly even know what the law they is? They don't. No one knows what all the laws yeah. are. I mean, there's there's more laws than you could read in three lifetimes here in, in whatever town and city and country that, you know, the, the, obviously the country is the same for everybody, but whatever state and uh, town you live in, you can't read all the Mm-mm. laws that there are if you spend eight hours a day for three lifetimes reading them. Let's continue. Chris is listening to WSC-FM. You're on Free Talk Live. Chris. Hey, guys. That kind of tied right into what I was about to say. What's on your mind tonight? Say, well, I mean, I know, Ian, I know it makes you happy. That, I mean, hey, another police officer got killed this week, so that's one less one to worry about. Another police officer got killed? We don't support anybody getting yeah, killed. Yeah, the Holocaust. In the what? Holocaust. The Holocaust. Oh, that. Uh, no, no, I don't support. No, I'd like to point out that I do not support violence uh, at all as a as a response to the police state. I, I don't think that is uh, going to be a successful route to liberty at all. I don't think that the I don't think the guy that killed that police officer was in search of liberty at all. I think he was a scumbag. Uh, and besides that, if you kill the cops, they'll just replace them with moors. And uh, and if you engage in violence, well, then they'll just bring it back on you ten him. times, tenfold. If you kill the people who marry them, then it'll be perfect too, because then nobody will marry. And then you ain't got to worry about appropriating police officers. Are you well, really you, serious about what you're saying because it's sick? Well, I mean, I've, I've listened to you, and I know that's how you, I mean, it's the way you sound all the time. No, well, what's I the mean, way I no, sound? I kind of go over you. I kind of agree with you. No, but no, we no. Don't, we don't not really feel said, that way. Um, you know, I, I am certainly upset with the way, uh, you know, the, the law enforcement um, can in this in this nation, especially the administrations of the law enforcement agencies, overstep their bounds and uh, give their cops, uh, you know, free reins. And some of those um, cops turn, turn out to be sadists who do all kinds of terrible things to people. But I don't think that fighting back 
is, you know, from a violent standpoint, is going to, to be the answer. Violence just begets more violence, and it just makes you look like a crazy loon, and everyone will hate you for being you a can't, cop killer. Because you can't rally the troops and get every libertarian in the nation to pick up a gun and go out and shoot a cop for, for Jesus. You can't get that done. So what you could do is you could go on your own shooting spree, and what's that going to result in? Nothing. It's, you know, six cops get killed well, before you go to prison for the rest of your life. What? Say what? It'll make him a martyr. Uh, but a martyr to whom? Do you know who Carl Draga is? It's all liberals. Do you, do you know who? All libertarians. Do you know who Carl Draga is? Nope. Nope. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Why don't you briefly didn't, explain? Didn't Mark. work. Carl Draga killed uh, five Some cops. Bureaucrats. Yeah, up, up here in uh, New Hampshire about uh, twelve years ago because they were infringing on his property rights. Clearly, the martyrdom doesn't work. Okay, guys, we have a good one now. Thanks, Thanks for the call. Yeah, don't try to put my, uh, words in my mouth. I've never suggested that uh, anybody go out on some sort of vigilante mission against the uh, the police and try to change things in that way. You're not going to change anybody's mind uh, by using violence. If you use violence against the state, whether they be the police or the bureaucrats collecting taxes or whoever, if you use violence against them, it'll just paint you as a crazy lunatic and that will result in no advancement for freedom because people will dig into their positions. The people that support the status quo and support the state and support the state violence will dig into their positions and say, see, it's fully justified the way we treat these people. Right. You're seeing Crack down. What you're seeing now with the, with the news media, um, Keith Olbermann, I heard uh, Stephanie Miller doing it, and uh, there's you know another columnist, what's his name, Ian? I don't know. The, that basically advocating uh, that rounding uh, people up, yeah, rounding up the the Ron Paulites and libertarians. Irby at CBS News. In fact, that was a story I wanted to open the show with, but we jumped right into the calls, which is what we do. Uh, if we got a chance, this woman is calling for rounding up so-called hate promoters now before they commit any crimes. You know the whole pre-crime idea. Uh, we'll get back, uh, we'll get to her story here in a moment, and we'll take your calls if you make them about anything, even in these remaining moments of the Saturday edition. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything, even in these remaining moments. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live on a voluntary basis, there are a number of ways you can do it. You can become an amplifier. You can shop at amazon.freetalklive.com. And you can, if you don't have any money with which to help us, you can do the promote thing. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. You get a whole list of things that you can do, whether it's uh, putting up flyers, though, of course, that costs you printing costs, or other things, online sorts of things that you can do to help promote the show. There are a number of things. Or just picking up your phone, calling your local talk station, and if they carry Free Talk Live, thanking them uh, for doing so. And maybe asking them for a little bit more because we do 18 hours of this show every single week, Monday through Saturday. And so if you don't get the weekday show in your local talk station, call up and ask real nice like. Don't be mean. Just ask nice. Little, uh, what is it? You get more flies with honey? Is that the, uh, the, the phrase? Flies eat honey? Flies? I don't know. It's an old phrase. There's bumblebees or something. I don't know if it means anything. But yeah, so there are a number of things you can do. Promote.freetalklive.com. List them out and we would appreciate any of them. That's promote.freetalklive.com. All right, so I wanted to uh, get this news story out there. Not because I, I necessarily believe that it's going to lead to anything, because, gosh, it sure would be blatantly unconstitutional. Not that that has stopped them from doing unconstitutional things in the past, but I would hope that there would be a large groundswell to oppose 
a proposal like this. And the reason I'm I'm even reading this is because it appears in a relatively large and influential media organization's website, CBSNews.com. Columnist Bonnie Erb, E-R-B-E, Erby, Erb, you, you pick. Bonnie says this, three incidents and counting. If yesterday's Holocaust Museum slaying of security guard and national hero Stephen Tyrone Johns is not How did a, he get to be a hero because he got he's shot. probably in the military or something like that. Whatever. I don't. I don't. I'm not. For, I'm not really familiar with the story. All I know I'm is either. some crazy, uh, some fascist Nazi white separatist sicko went in and shot some uh, security guard or a cop or something like that. And I, that's that's about all I I know about the story. What are cops doing at um, a Holocaust museum? I mean, uh, I, I don't the know. the museum be support, support, uh, pl- provi- providing their own security? Maybe it was a security Maybe. guard. I don't know. I haven't read the story because, well, you know, just I'm not, hey, I'm unplugged Can't from read all, all of that you know? stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, but basically, the guy was a nutcase. The guy that did the shooting, he's a sicko, a racist, a bigoted nutcase. Okay, so there's no doubt about all that. There's no doubt that he hates people. Maybe for their skin color or maybe for their religious uh, beliefs. I don't know what all he hates, but I know he's a hate monger. There's no doubt about that. Do I like the fact that he's a hate monger? No, I find those people despicable. I, for one, don't want to be even close, closely associated with them. I don't want to be in the same room with them if I know who they are and where they are. Usually people like that tend to keep their uh, beliefs quiet. But if I find out that somebody's a bigoted jerk like that, then I will ostracize them. That's what I do. And I think that's the best answer to these people is ostracization and more speech. The best answer to speech that you don't like is more speech, not to do what this woman is about to suggest. She says that the slaying of that security guard is a clarion call for banning hate speech. She says if it's not a clarion call for banning hate speech, I don't know what is. Nothing is. Free speech is free speech. If somebody wants to be a bigot, then let them be a bigot. Playwright Janet Langhart Cohen appeared on CNN yesterday right after the shooting as she wrote a play that was supposed to have been debuted at the Holocaust Museum last night. Her play is about Emerald Till, whose lynching helped launch the civil rights movement, and Anne Frank, whose diary told the story of the Holocaust victims in hiding in the Netherlands during World War II. She said something must be done about ridding the Internet and the public dialogue of hate speech, and I agree. Well, who cares what a playwright says? What difference does it make if one playwright says that we should get rid of free speech because some people say she's, some things I don't want to hear. She's just bringing it up because it means two people have the idea I, that I, I uh, really... hate people should, that they should have a war on hate, basically, which is the most maddening concept I've ever heard. Right. You know, th- as far as hate crimes go in general, uh, you know, if you beat somebody up because they're gay or black or you know, you pick your, your reason that somebody might beat somebody up, to me, it's an assault or a battery, depending on what state you're in. And Therefore, it should be prosecuted in that fashion. It doesn't matter to yeah. me why you went out and beat somebody <clears throat> up, um, and it's, it matters to me how grievously you did it, basically. Absolutely. She says, not only have we had three hate crime murders within the last two weeks, and again, as you point out, a murder is a murder. I think it's an insult to anybody who was, if a white person murders right. another white person, to say that a white person who uh, murdered the uh, a black person and said, I hate you, ends uh, before they, uh, they did it, is somehow worse. You still have two dead bodies on your right. hands. Isn't, isn't somebody who robs another person of their money really a class warrior who hates people of a higher class? 
class than mm-hmm. them. I mean, because yeah. generally they don't rob people of their same class. They general they generally sure. rob people above them, and you know, because they have the money, right? Something must be done, she says, about ridding the internet and public dialogue of hate speech. Right. Why don't you move to Canada, lady? They do that. They've there. got they've got that crap up there, and I'm sure it's just a socialist paradise. But that's the thing about free speech. It doesn't protect uh, you know, speech that you like. It protects the speech you don't. She says it's not enough to prosecute these murders as murders. They are hate-motivated crimes. And so? each of these men has been under some sort of police surveillance prior to their actions. Isn't it time that we started rounding up promoters of hate before is it because, they kill. Isn't it, is it because the cops are incompetent? I mean, for God's sakes, if they were watching these people, shouldn't they have stopped it from happening? Mm, I mean, they weren't watching it's the, all the idea time. that cops can protect and serve, which obviously they can't. I mean, you know, that's not, that's not even the purpose and of it. And nor do they have an obligation. Right, they, n- neither do they have the obligation or the ability. I mean, cops are, in fact, they're the just, cleanup crew. Yeah, they're the cleanup crew for things like that. Uh, I mean, they and can they, do some investigating. They investi- do their best. They can do some investigating, um, you know, if they... They, they, you know, maybe pull one or two guys off of the uh, the 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 traffic co- uh, the traffic beat where they're but rounding wait, up money Mark, for tickets and stuff, and send somebody out there to to find you know maybe a murderer. Yeah, but would it be easier if instead of doing all this investigating, they just started rounding people up? That's what she's saying here. Oh yeah, yeah, it would be round them up, put them in, and they've got camps. They could put them in the the FEMA camps or whatever, right? The where they hold the hurricane victims. You could just you know start putting the uh, the people that write hate things down on the internet. I, go, there are all kinds of forums out there. I'm sure that you know this will really keep the FBI busy if if they go through with this. Now, look, it's just a columnist on CBS. Nobody at a at a federal uh, level has proposed this yet that I know of. But who's to say they won't? I mean, they're they're every other federal about... level of every other English speaking country in the world does though. Yeah, so it's not unprecedented in in the world, no doubt about that. And with uh, mass public support, and I don't know how much the and public would support. It's this, really but... just hate speech against the, uh, the these particular groups that they decide um, that are you know are downtrodden or whatever. So Maybe. you could you know basically you could rail against white people or rich people or whatever Maybe. it is. You're jumping mostly, to a conclusion there. Mostly I mean, that's what it is though. It's probably that's probably a safe bet. Um, you don't think you think the feminists get rounded up in uh, Canada? Probably not. I don't know, Mark. I don't. Yeah, live there. they don't. If our Canadian callers would like to uh, elucidate us on that, eight hundred. I don't know for sure, but I doubt it very, very seriously. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So basically, saying the internet needs to be rid of hate speech. Well, there are all kinds of forums out there that you can go to where you can find all manner of people hating one another because the internet has this magical ability to bring out the worst in, in yes, some people it does. because they've got the, the protection. Yes, they've got the protection of their uh, their monitor and the internet connection and their keyboard separating them from the people that they uh, they desire to be so vitriolic uh, toward. And so they feel safe and anonymous, and so they feel like they can say anything. But no one's truly anonymous on the Internet unless they really take some, some major steps to protect themselves. There are programs out there that will help you become more anonymous, and I imagine that if a law like this were to go into place where people started getting rounded up, you'd see more people go in that direction. But most people just aren't uh, – I mean, Mark, if you wanted to go out and anonymize yourself tonight on the Internet, you wouldn't know where to begin, right? I, 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 th- I think that I know that it exists, and that's yeah. helpful, but it's just too much work, and I don't you – know, you know, my opinions aren't that extreme. Well, no, not that you're a hate monger or anything like that. It's not worth it. I'm just saying most of these people that are out there spewing hate on the Internet are not going to go through the steps. And so all they would have to really do, the FBI, they'd go to, uh, you know, go to some Internet service provider or the, whatever company's hosting a, a, a hate-filled forum and start getting IP addresses for all of the, uh, the posters that they're interested in investigating and then just go round them up. You can ask them questions later. 
Round them up, put them in the camps, and then sort them out, right? Yeah, we don't have habeas corpus in this country or anything, right? Let's go to the uh, phone line here. Uh, Ampline, anonymous caller. You're on Free Talk Live. Who's this? Hey, guys. Uh, it's Alex in New Jersey. Alex, thoughts on uh, this or whatever you want? Go ahead. Well, uh, I got pulled over the other day, and uh, oh, I didn't get a ticket or anything, but um, the cop asked me if I had anything uh, that was illegal in the car, and I said no, and I didn't. But, and I had, a, I had some friends in the back seat, and he said, so you can account for everyone, right? And I unequivocally said yes. But I didn't really think about that. If I say yes, does that mean that if my friends have something on their person that I would then be responsible for that legally? What do you guys think? I no, don't you would not. know. I, I, I don't have Absolutely a, not. It's ridiculous. A good, it no. seems ridiculous, but you never know. It, from a legal standpoint, they absolutely could not do that. Hey, thanks for the call. We're out of time. It has been Ian here with you. And Mark. Free speech? Will it last much longer in America? Do we even have it anyway? We'll see you tomorrow night, or actually Monday night. Online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. Get on the ground, mother You and your spouse are going to jail, and your kids are going to Child Protective Services. You're busted for possession of marijuana. Possession of marijuana. Hi, I'm Barry Cooper, ex-narcotics officer trained by the DEA. My DVD, Never Get Busted, has recently received world attention. I've switched sides, and I'm now touring America with the message to end this war on people that has been labeled the war on drugs. Go to Barry's website, NeverGetBusted.com, and order your DVD to Never Get Busted. On it, I'll teach you secret drug enforcement tactics and how to avoid narcotics profiling, how to conceal your stash, and I'll teach you how to fool drug dogs every time. I'll teach you how police know when you're lying. You'll get to go on patrol with me and watch actual marijuana arrest on on the highway and learn the mistakes citizens made that landed them in jail. Go to NeverGetBusted.com and arm yourself with the information you need so you'll never have to hear these words. Get on the ground, mother You and your spouse are going to jail and your kids are going Log to jail. Log on to NeverGetBusted.com.